nah, Joe want to talk about that shit so bad, bro. Yeah. Like, so, like I told y'all before, like, I still keep up with everything. Yeah. So, I was listening to Saturday's episode. He got some good friends. <laughs> I'm going to just say that. Because you know Joe will go crazy at a moment's notice, especially if he felt disrespected. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ice and Ish kept that nigga off the ledge, bro. <laughs> like, I know, like, I know the, I know the fans gonna kill Ice and Ish for not letting Joe get his shit off. I saw that. I saw somebody try to kill uh, Ice on, um, on Twitter. Yeah. And somebody was like, oh, why ain't y'all letting him say that shit? He was like, it's called being a good friend. Yeah. Like, real shit. Because that's one of those situations that can be amended. Like, at some point, like, even it got to the point to where, like, while they was talking, <laughs> Joe was being Joe, and he was talking shit about the producer that produced whatever track that they, that Joel and Crook had put out. Yeah. Um, and he was like, no, nah, I'm gonna shoot that nigga. He was like, them niggas is still family, kind of. <laughs> He's like, but you, nigga, I don't know you. <laughs> like, I'll fuck you <laughs> up. So, you know what I'm saying? For him to say that, to me, I feel like it can still be amended. So okay. Ice and Ish was like, nah, bro. Like, don't go that far. I know your feelings hurt. And Joe said it. He was like, I'm hurt. He was like, I ain't mad. My feelings is hurt. Like, I feel some type of way about this shit. Like, yeah, that that happens. And then you know, hurt feelings often gets misconstrued or um, portrayed as anger. Yeah. So yeah. 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 Or, yeah. yeah. or hurt feelings can turn into anger. So I, I I know how that goes. Hurt people, hurt people. Exactly. Hurt people, hurt people. It, it, it was still funny in a way. It was funny as fuck. <laughs> it was funny as fuck. But to actually see this nigga, to see the growth where the growth he Paul. let <laughs> definitely see the growth. Um, <laughs> to see him let niggas talk him off the edge. Cause with the old pie, he'd have got his shit off. He wouldn't have gave a fuck about what the yeah, niggas said. Yeah, Rory and Maul was gonna say shit. <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't have given a fuck what Rory and Maul was gonna say. Like, he would have, nah, nigga, I'm about to get my shit off. For him to have somebody there that could talk him off the ledge, because if he would have fucking said what he wanted to say, it'd have been a beef. Like, it'd have been a record out today type shit. <laughs> like, once niggas would have got a hold of the episode Saturday, Sunday, it, Crook would Crook and him would have put a diss track out. Like, I can almost guarantee that because Joe. I don't want to see no diss tracks between these people. I I do just because of my love of hip hop, and I know, like, and it I, could just be for the for the love of rap because they've been teasing it for years. I just kind of want to see Joe and Crook just go at it once and for all and just quit quit teasing about it. That's what I'm y'all saying. Wanna, y'all y'all want to go at each other, just. Get it out the way. Just do and, it. And, you know what I mean? Just go back to being brothers, man. Get yeah. it out the way. You know what I mean? It could be a little friendly spark. But that line is so easy to step over that line, though. That it, you, you think it's going to be another uh, Lupe and Royce? I don't want it to be that. So the yeah, but how cool were Lupe and Royce for real? They were cool like that. I think it was like a respect there. Yeah. But, I but mean, they weren't besties. But this is a group that goes back at least 15 years. Right. We all followed them before they was a group. They got time. And then when they yeah. got together, like, oh, shit. But, nah, I don't want to see no day. And that you was know, they like family. Group. That was a super group. It yeah, was. yeah, they, it literally was a super group by yeah. definition. It was. Yeah, and Joe played an unreleased song for they fuck for his fucking sleeper, an unreleased uh, slaughterhouse song. <laughs> I need him to do that every week for our. <laughs> uh, what was that? Our house that didn't drop. Glass. Uh, no, Glass, Glass house. house. Yeah. So our house. I think it. I don't know. It might have been from Glass House. It had to be. 
I think it was from Glass House. But yeah, he played an unreleased song. It was it's so funny because I don't know if the song was longer, but the song that he played was only him and Royce, and the whole song was about loyalty and being loyal mm. to your friends and mm. all that type of shit. So it was fitting. Obviously, he picked that you know meticulously, but. I, I just I think it's being blown out of proportion though. Oh yeah, it's for sure. Blown out of proportion. It's, I mean, I get it, but it's like, bruh, how you gonna say, hey, I'm not rapping again unless Joe is in. Joe said he's retired, so basically there's no possibility of it. Yeah, but that nigga been teasing coming out of retirement for like three years Man, now. Yeah, like, they all Joe got, got they age. all got together on M's album, but yeah. it wasn't Slaughterhouse. So what's the difference? What is that? That was my problem. Is I didn't understand. They didn't call it Slaughterhouse. It was just right. This featuring. Yeah, I want the M shit. It was Slaughterhouse. It was M featuring Slaughterhouse. I don't think it said Slaughterhouse. I mean, we can we can double check it, but I'm pretty sure it said Slaughterhouse on it. Mm. Because if it said like that, that would be the only reason I don't understand why Royce went in there with Joel and Crook when they made this album. Other than personal reasons, like, look, bro, we're not talking about no fall or nothing because we all actively trying to get this shit back together. Like, they've all came out and said that. Like, even Joe has been like, if I'm rapping again, I'm rapping with Slaughterhouse. Like, if I come out of retirement, the only niggas I'm rapping with is Slaughterhouse. Or if I come out, I'm going at a nigga. Like, he ain't he ain't just said nah fuck rap forever yeah oh, I will it's just featuring King Crooked Royce and Joel it does not say Slaughterhouse oh, okay. okay so that was just the media that put it out there as Slaughterhouse yeah yeah. cause I remember seeing a track that said featuring Slaughterhouse <laughs> that that's not officially listed yeah as okay that was just how the media put it out I think had they just not used the pig or not referenced Slaughterhouse it would have been fine of course. Yeah. You know, you can tell... You they know, already have a joint album yeah. out. You can tell yeah. the side of the story. H-A-R-D. Just... Right. Authority Rap District. You just shouldn't even touch that. But. Yeah. They already have an album out. So, it's not like niggas care about them collabing. Yeah. It's the fact that you... you no, my favorite song on that was Catching Bodies. That shit was right. sway. Like, you mentioned Slaughterhouse in the name of the album. And then on the cover art, you do that shit. Yeah, you like burn, nah. you burn the logo. Yeah, it's nah. Like, yeah, I think that's it's a like direct, that's a direct, that's a direct hit to all four of us. Regardless of how y'all feel, if y'all feel like y'all done with it, already cool. But that's a direct slight to this group. Right. So nah, I can't take that land down no more. And it was like, I, I feel like, why did they do that? Are they doing that? Cause they really feel like fuck slaughterhouse, fuck y'all dudes, you know what I mean? Or are they doing that for kind of some shock value to I get people to look listen to it? One, I think it might be shock value, but two, I think it might be, you know, artists are sensitive. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I think it's one of those. I just need closure. Mm. Joe ain't about to rap, so let me just close that chapter of my life called Slaughterhouse and me and Joel. That's and, what I think it like, is, really. Yeah, I think it's just closure. They want closure. Yeah. Something but they could have did it a better way. <clears throat> yeah. You didn't have to burn y'all logo to do that. You could have just passed on like, hey, look. Or you could have just got on Twitter and be like, hey, look, y'all. It's it's a rap for Slaughterhouse. You know, I had fun with my guys, but it don't look like it's going to ever come. So, you know, me and Crook or me and Joel, we're going to go out here. We're going to do the best we can together. And it could have just been that. Or just drop another fucking album, nigga. We fuck with y'all ass shit. Yeah, you ain't have to. You ain't have to do that. Why you gotta add Slaughterhouse into the mix? Yeah, 
Like, what if they what if they do all this and then slaughter back and end up get, getting back together anyway? It's corny. <laughs> it's corny now. Because now y'all made it a thing. Y'all made it a thing. Royce made it a thing. Joe made it a thing. And it's all personal and it should be a thing. But y'all made it a thing now. So now the, the, the reconciliation is even further away. Mm. Where it could have been behind the scenes. Like even Joe said on the episode, he was like, this fucking conversation has been had 90 million times. This is not a conversation that we haven't had. So if we keep having this conversation 90 million times and Joe's the only one not going to the public and talking about what we talk about, let's talk about it. Like now I want to now I want to say what I need to say. And I ain't going to disrespect nobody or nothing, but I'm going to put out what the fuck these niggas keep trying to act like ain't going on. And I it's like, nah, bro, just basically take the high road. Because mm. so Joe, <clears throat> Joe had made the comparison to um, his mom's car had got broken into in front of his house. Damn. And he told his mom, whatever they took, they needed that. So mm. Ish being the fucking, you know, mature one on the pod. Yeah. I'm like, Joe, take your own advice. Mm. They might have needed that. You feel on the fire. What's that giving you? They might have needed that. They might need that exposure. They might need that, you know what I'm saying, clickbait. They might need that, you know what I'm saying? Joe in a position where he don't need that. Right. Royce in a position where he don't need that. Yeah, because the allegory like, was fire. Out of, the four, album by Royce. out of the four <laughs> of them, like, Crook and Joel are definitely the least popular members at the moment. Facts. I, 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 got, I got a question. What if, what if Joe come out of retirement with a collab with Royce? Does that overshadow everything? Yes. Um, yes. Slaughterhouse and Joel and Crooked did. Yes. Yes. Because Royce is on a tear. Royce has been on a tear for shit his whole career for real. But these past like five six years, Royce been popping up everywhere on everybody album, murder and shit. And Joe is Joe. Yeah. Not to take away from what Crook and Joel bring to the table, but... Yeah, because they flames. Yeah. But, fucks with them. But Joe is Joe, and Royce is Royce. Like, Royce is, like, top ten ever in my book. Like... Okay. I, Royce is just up there for me. Yeah. Facts. Whatever that nigga puts out, I'm going to listen to. I don't give a fuck who it is. That nigga could put out an album with Lady Gaga. I'm listening to it. <laughs> Whoa. Like, I don't give a fuck. Royce is that type of nigga for me. Roy, Royce is Royce. Yeah. And, jo and Joe ain't put shit out since fucking Rage. So people gonna run to that naturally. Exactly. The anticipation. The anticipation. Of so. Uh, I, I, if, if that were to happen, I'm not saying it is. If that were to happen, no, I want to hear, I want to hear um, Desert Joe, Desert Store, A, yeah. A Team Joe, On Top Music Joe. I don't want to hear, um, Depressed Joe. Uh, I don't I'll, know if he's gonna get that. I think that's over. I don't think he's gonna get Depressed Joe though. He might not get Desert Storm Joe, but he I, ain't getting he ain't getting Black Cloud Joe. Okay, yeah. I, let me rephrase. I want to hear Joe rap like you know lyrically. Yeah. Type shit. It don't have to be the same as Desert Storm and shit like that. But I don't want to hear the sad shit. Yeah. You think he still got it? I'm certain he does. Yeah. I'm I'm certain he still has it. Uh, all you gotta do is listen to any of his diss tracks. He can still do it. I don't think anybody that can create in that capacity ever loses it. 
we fall out of love. Stop using like ninety percent of the reason why we fall out of love with artists is because the sound changes. It's not because they stop being dope at what they do. It's because the sound changes or they experiment in or whatever. Everybody has a fall off period. Joe, most of Joe's career was a fall off period. Like going back and listening to Joe shit now, it's like, oh damn, we kind of missed out. But when Joe was out. That was a fall off period for him. He was fucking beefing with Def Jam. Then he was beefing about his um his uh all oh, his promotion and marketing for yeah, the Yeah, like and he, all that. he was beefing with so much shit he couldn't promote the shit the way he wanted to do it. Right. So like you lose out on so much and then you get into the love and hip hop shit. And then you get into the various OLSs and then you get into the various fucking you know, social media shit. You get into, you know, him chasing the kids that and throwing rocks at the car. Like, Joe's been so much in the news for other shit other than his music. It takes away from the music. So niggas was like, oh, nah, Joe lost it. Joe crazy. Joe blah, 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 blah. It's hilarious. But a poet never loses his thought process. Yeah. Like, you don't ever, you don't ever forget. An author never forgets how to write a book. Right. Like that type of shit is that's 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 God given talent, whether you nurture it or not, that's God given talent where you don't lose that. Alright. We've been talking about this for like Yeah, I know we don't like I know we know y'all don't like rap for real. (laughs) Should we introduce ourselves at least? Uh we can introduce ourselves after this. We got another evolution of the sample. Let's fucking go. Yo. Yo, yo, yo. Yo. Welcome everybody, welcome to Wednesday It's fucking hump day Episode 47 Yeah, we almost at a year Right, yeah Oh shit Who didn't flip this? I was just listening to J. Cole's flipping this the other day Rise to Riches Yeah On the come up, I still listen to the come up Oh, it's alright I don't know how many niggas I know y'all probably don't know who this dude is That I'm a, or you know Dre flipped this. Yeah. Hey, hey. Everybody loves the sunshine. Let me stop him from my age. <laughs> Man, <laughs> shut sunshine. up, Evan. Look at you, seventies niggas. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, I was born in '82. Seventies <laughs> niggas. Ran to the record store to get this. <laughs> this shit was flying off the shelves. Right. <laughs> Had the twelve-inch vinyls. <laughs> the twelve-inch vinyls. <laughs> hey. Mm-hmm. Is this Dallas? Again, didn't Stanley from this though? I think so. Probably. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. My wife. Yeah. <laughs> I felt like this was the most memorable flip. Just because it's Mary. Mary with them thick ass thighs with the Super Bowl, oh, hey, Mary. Oh, God. <laughs> Whatever. No, no, normal combo. <laughs> normal. Normal. See what I see. Normal. Normal convos pod. Let's see what I see. 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 Let
Evolution of the fucking sample. Let's go. Normal convos. Larry Joe. Okay, I knew it sounded familiar. I fucked with Larry Joe. Well, let me take that back. I've heard a couple of songs from Larry June and I really like them and I owe them some listens. Yeah. After this, I just came up on this. I just came up on this. What's the song called? Watering My Plants. Watering My Plants. Yeah. Okay. 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 Water the plants. You know, I fuck around and get in my little bag and. Especially when I be Ubering on the weekends, I be discovering so much music that I ain't never heard before. Bring me to, uh, I um, I mentioned it to 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 E off mic. Um, Young Blue is on a fucking tear right now. Mm. Like I don't know if you realize it, that nigga got like seven songs on the radio right now. Yeah, he getting that producer money too. Yeah, he got a bunch of songs on the radio right now. Get your writer credit, Young Blue. Yeah, okay then. I mean, the man coming up. Yeah. Did y'all see how baby, uh, his baby mama tried to put him out there? No, no. Okay, well, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna do that shit. <laughs> it's all right. Go search that nigga on Twitter. You'll figure it out. Just, just go to the shade room. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, for sure. She, she tried to play that man dirty, uh, uh, quite literally. <laughs> might I add? <laughs> yeah. Really, I'm gonna have to look that. Up. <laughs> um, but my day. My day cannot continue without playing this song because my girl is finally back. This ain't got nothing to do with Evolution of the Sample, but my girl is back, and I got to hear her voice before we get this shit started. Ow. I've been waiting so goddamn long to hear this girl's voice the past, like, three, four years. And it's about fucking time. We've mentioned her before, asking where the fuck she at, and she's fucking back, and I'm like loving it. glimpse from the past, you can see the in a frame, you Normal convo Normal convos pod. Mm. My baby is back. Who them people? Ella May. Oh, okay. Jesus, I've been waiting on her to fucking drop something, man. She dropped that shit like two weeks ago. It's been taking everything in me not to come play that shit. Because I fucking love Ella May, and I've been waiting on her ass to fucking drop something. Yeah. 
Jesus. And boot up was fucking late. Like by the time niggas started listening to that shit, this shit had already been out for like a year. Mm. Like she caught she caught fire super late. She was a slow burn? Yeah, type shit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, motherfuckers caught motherfuckers caught on to her so late. I was one of them, so, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to be one of those, oh, y'all late. Oh, yeah, you ain't know about so Yeah, talk? like, I ain't that type of nigga, so I was late. I didn't know about her either until fucking, it, it got hot. So, but that album was fire. Like, I think it might have only been two songs on that album that I didn't like. Maybe? Hmm. Uh, she did tripping, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 that was my shit. Yeah, that was my shit, too. Like, Boot Up played so goddamn much. Um, Trippin' played a lot too, but I still never heard that Jacquees flip. Trippin' was the one. Trippin'. Oh yeah, it was, it was hard. It was hard. I like Jacquees, but he did, he did that shit to everybody. Shit, he, he got a very unique voice, he bro. King R and B. Yeah, welcome to episode forty seven, <laughs> where Evan is talking that bullshit. Hey, he said it. I just co-signed it. Cause he co-signed it. If he, if he, ever you fire. Welcome to episode forty-seven. I am your host, Brandon, aka the Pod Father. That's Pod Daddy, aka Pod Shicey, aka Potty Rich, aka Pod Wave, aka Perfect Family Man, aka Soccer Father, aka Not So Basketball Father. Oh. AKA DJ Chef Boy RB, AKA Dancing Blood, AKA The Shimmy Rasta, AKA I Green X Motherfucking AG. Shout out to my nigga Texas. He got his merch in. He sent me okay, a picture man. the other day of him wearing that shit at work. Three four niggas asking him, like, oh, damn, where that's from? So shout out to my nigga Texas. Shout out. Um, uh, Brad Dance. Brad Dance. Uh, uh, <coughs> and a whole bunch of other shit. I don't Pa know. Shyster. Pa Shiesty. Yeah. Uh, under Potter. No, that's you. Yeah, no, that's you. Is it? Under Potter. Fuck. Anyway, um, and I'm here with my guys, of course, my continued business partners. Hey. No, he's fired. Oh. <laughs> oh, my bad. No, 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 go, go, go ahead. Graphic shirt God in this motherfucker. Medium shirt daddy. Yo, 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 what's going on, people? It's your boy Everett, a.k.a. the Medium Shirt Daddy, a.k.a. your mama's boyfriend, a.k.a. your daughter's boyfriend. Damn. <laughs> a.k.a. your auntie's boyfriend. Yeah, we all live together, and we just make it work. Your stepsister's boyfriend. Boom. <laughs> if she's a woman, work. I'm her boyfriend. <laughs> a.k.a. You your little adjective. Your little adjective. Your little, your little, little here. All that, all that. <laughs> Uh, AKA a bunch of other shit I don't really remember right now, but hey, it's all a good. bunch of we'll shit he don't want to claim no more. We'll get to it next Shmitty week. Luther. Anyway, we gonna send it over to the graphic, the graphic shirt god and his mother. Graphic shirt, um, bitch. Oh shit! Graphic shirt night over here. Want to pass it to me and the and, the, and Everett's pod daddy over here jumping me and shit. <laughs> Talking about some simtastic. Pod Goddamn, simtastic. <laughs> simtastic. AKA okay, yeah, it's Bobby. AKA. Girl, you know I love you. <laughs> no matter what you do. Okay. Um. <laughs> that was y'all weeks. <laughs> A.K.A. Simtastic, apparently. Uh, A.K.A. Every... No, that's him. He be playing Simp music. I do. I, 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 I take it. 
uh, aka Aries the God, aka the reference God, aka the graphic shirt God in his motherfucker, aka God. Facts. Um, <laughs> aka Bobby Drake, the motherfucking Ice Man. There we go. Aka King Petty, aka Petty White, Petty Spaghetti, Deacon Petty Wop. Um, aka um, Rowdy Potty Piper, the um. Jizzy Boy Senior, aka the point the porn historian. I forgot about those AKAs. Yeah, um uh Brent um uh, Bob Shell, uh the background singer, um money uh money bag pod. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you forgot Pod Gotti. Pod Gotti, yeah, I know. He 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 be forgetting shit. I be forgetting everything. Yeah, I be remembering shit. Out of nowhere and shit, but um, yeah, that's that's it. You know what I mean? What's up? What we got today, fellas? What, what we doing? What we doing? Yeah, what we doing? Uh, I don't know. What I miss my doing? guys, man. I miss y'all, man. I'm glad to be here. I know it's been a like this week, kind of like you're saying, like it took forever. Yeah, it kind of went slow, didn't yeah. it? Yeah, slow. We slow it ass like week. forever ago. Yeah, I don't know why. I think actually, I do know why. We put a short episode out. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We put a real quick episode out. We was fucking out of here before 11 o'clock. Like, I think I was asleep by 11 o'clock. So, yeah. We usually don't get out of here until it's time for me to go get my uh, son from school. Yeah. So, that I think that's what fucked us up. That's what made the week seem longer. Because we was in and out real quick last week. Yeah, we really were. But, and welcome to episode 47. Um, Yay. 47. <laughs> to take a page out of um one of our uh, you know our, our podcast idols i guess if that's what you want to look at it uh shout out to the first time listeners shout out to the last time listeners um we we, we don't have we don't have to be joe button that's what it got we, we don't but it was funny <laughs> it was funny to me because um uh one of the guys that supported us a lot when we first started um, said that he was gonna um, last week he was excited that we dropped our episode mm. um, cause he said he listened to it on two times but he only got a half hour break so really the only time he got to listen to our podcast is when we do the shorter episodes that's what's up cause right. breaking up the breaking up the episodes don't really work for him as far as re- re- retention Okay. As far as what we was talking about and all that shit. Oh, okay. Okay. So okay, he, he, he kind of liked the shorter episode. So um, he texted me Monday. Or no, Wednesday. He texted me Wednesday at like... Uh, shit. It was it was early. It was like right after the episode dropped. It had to be like 6, 7 o'clock in the morning. I guess he was on his way to work. Damn. But he texted me. He was like, hey, I'm super excited that y'all dropped the hour episode. Like, I haven't listened to y'all in a while. But it's been because y'all episodes been longer. And he gave me the rundown or whatever. He's like, I'm real excited to listen to this episode and see what y'all talking about and how much y'all have grown and all that type of shit. So, you know, shout out to him because, uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed that. A.K.A. we talk too fucking much. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he really trying to say. Translation. Yeah. We talk too fucking much. Yeah, we might start trying to trim these down to uh, under two hours. We don't know yet. We ain't really made the decision. But No, we are. We are. We are. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody else said it to me. I was like, you know what? We we value the input of our listeners, and if you know, we don't want to just keep shoving content down y'all throat, yeah. unnecessarily if that's not what y'all want. Even though we do this for us first, and then y'all second, right? Because we enjoy each other, and yeah, then, exactly. And then, and then y'all come into play, right? But, Damn. But we would be happy to shove less down y'all throats. <laughs> 
That's what I'm I loving. fucking hate him, man. That's what I'm loving. He say that with the straightest face. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> 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 fucking hate you. Love you guys. Fuck you. Fuck you. No, you don't. Fuck Shut your eyes, ass up. You're cool. Fuck you. I'm out. <laughs> Ever just want to get the fuck out of here and yeah, get to church? Real. Go yeah. to one of his prayer sessions. Yeah. <laughs> we value y'all input. Thank you for each and every one of you that takes time out of your day to listen to our thoughts. That's you could be anywhere else in any other podcast, but you chose boom. Could be anywhere else us. in the world. But you're with me. And that comes from Everett. I AKA appreciate Pastor that. Pimple Lock. Yeah, yeah, we appreciate H to the Izzo. V to the Izzo. Yo, that fucking that 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 yay doc is dope as fuck. I still ain't watched it yet. Have all the episodes dropped? No, I think the third episode drops this week. Okay. Um, but they one and two are up. Um, but no, and we ain't gotta we ain't gotta go deep in it. It was just a thought that popped in my head while we was doing that. You know, could have been anywhere anywhere. Like you hear me, it's blah 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 blah. And then probably back to my head. Nice reference. So um, <clears throat> I'm I'm referring Jesus. <laughs> if you're God, I'm Jesus. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh shit, Jesus is Godson. Jesus oh. Christ, bro, Nas, let's go. Get your shit together, oh reference guy. Oh my God, come on, come on. Come on, on reference guy, get your shit together. Right, right, come on. Um, okay. No, but I was watching, I watched the first full episode and then like half of the second one. But they was, um, they was, they was talking about how they did the Through the Wire video. It was just kind of dope. Um, what? How the fuck am I supposed to yeah, know what that dope. is? Bro? Yeah, it's dope like, anyway, though. Screenshot it and send it to me. Can <laughs> we play it off my phone? <laughs> You're an asshole. Continue, sir. Ever sick of us. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm trying to create content here. <laughs> create it the right way. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he was talking about the Through the Wire video. And, uh, you know, at the beginning when he when he talking to that crackhead in the chicken spot... Like the guy that does all of his um all of his filming and shit, like was following him around before he was signed, when he was still with Raucus and trying to get Talib and Mos and all that shit. Before he was trying to use people. <laughs> if that's what you want to call it. Right. No, that's what he called it. Well, yeah. That's true. He did definitely say that he didn't fuck with that shit. Right. Um but anyway. <laughs> um No, it was just dope to see that raw footage forgetting about the through the wire video because i forgot like until she said the line that's in the in the video mm-hmm. i forgot that that part was in the video like that's how the video starts out is him in that chicken spot and she was like oh we, we doing kanye video <laughs> like he was like what video are we doing oh it's kanye west new video can i get some change like <laughs> that raw footage was dope as fuck seeing that and then it showed like um the D. Ray Davis without an arm I spit without an arm I spit that raw footage was like seeing the raw footage of what became a video was dope like that's what I like about documentaries now it's like you get to see shit before it actually plays out mm-hmm. like I do think it's kind of early for a yay doc cause you know I is f- it though I feel like are you one of those ones that feel like he shouldn't have a, a documentary until like his career is over when he then you know I mean sat down and hung it up? Yeah. Oh. I feel like you could tell the story completely because now you're in a place now to where we're gonna get another doc in fifteen years. Mm-hmm. I don't need I would... to. I don't need. I don't want them to. Oh, could, 
the reason why I say this is because I hate how much they've overdone the Pac and Biggie doc. I'm Pac and Biggie doc the fuck out. Yeah, but that's that's motherfuckers stretching that shit out. They story Absolutely. been done and over with. There's nothing else to show, shit. and these motherfuckers just trying to they trying they trying to milk Pac and Biggie. But they are. they are also two of the biggest personalities, rappers to really ever live, even though they only live for so long. Yeah, and you can debate that with whoever you want to debate that with, if you think it's not or whatever. But they were big. Pause. Like, where Ye started to where Ye is now, when he finally hangs that up, they're going to overdock the fuck out of this anyway. Because it's Ye. He's been in too many circles. He's been too influential because he's going to have a doc about... This is only a doc about his music. They ain't even gotten to Yeezy yet. They ain't gotten to his Balenciaga shit. They ain't gotten to his fucking Gap shit. Like, there's so much shit that his Apple fucking deals, his beef with Jay, like... It, there's so much that they haven't even touched on. Ye is going to get docs for years to come. But you you know what I think? Um, even with them, <clears throat> even with them, with your prediction of them over docking Ye, I think Ye has a lot to where they can put out a lot of docs and it not be the same shit. Exactly. Yeah. I, f- I feel like they that's can- why I say wait to the end. Let us get it all. Let's get it all of it. Like when he's done. Yeah, we've got twenty that years take, already. That should yeah. take six months. <laughs> so the what? Doc, the documentary it takes six months to watch. <laughs> yeah, but I also think, I also think them over docking us with Pac and and Biggie is why people didn't flock to a, the Notorious, where I think that was a great movie. But there's yeah. some people that didn't like Gravy portraying Biggie. I did. I loved it. Yeah, I feel like he looked like Biggie. I feel like he sounded like Biggie. Like, yeah, he ra- like he was like, able to rap like Biggie. Yeah, and like, I fuck with Gravy anyway. Exactly. <clears throat> Same way with Pac. I didn't hate the Pac movie like niggas said they hated it. Like the Pac movie was actually pretty decent. But we've heard so much about Biggie and Pac, even though they've been gone for twenty fucking years, like almost thirty at this point. Yeah. It just it, we we are constantly reminded about yeah. these niggas. So when the when the movie dropped, it didn't hit as hard. Like when, right. when Bohemian Rhapsody dropped, niggas flocked to go see that. Cause yeah. now Bohemian Rhapsody fucking docked out. Yeah, exactly. We're Biggie and Pac docked the fuck out. So when Notorious and All Eyes on Me dropped, niggas wasn't flocking to that because it's I still current I, knowledge. I A full disclosure: I still haven't seen All Eyes on Me. But me neither. I, I feel like I've seen the entire movie. I just exactly. watched it. I just watched it I, last year. I didn't feel like I needed to run to it. I mean, like you said, you already know what's in there. We know yeah. what's going on. We know everything. At this point, they stretching it. Pac's first day of school. Yeah. Biggie's first bicycle. First words. Like, shit. Yeah. yeah. They, like, they, they, they now that, that, that most recent doc that they Biggie, did on Biggie, yeah, we, I actually I liked because it, it wasn't no. shit that we seen before. Yeah, I heard that one was original shit. That was good. Check it out. So yeah unseen footage and a lot of a lot of original stories. shit that one I appreciate it okay yeah that that one I would I would watch yeah, yeah that one I appreciate it but the rest of that shit like they've been so docked out it's like at this point what the fuck else can you do so no, 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 with no. Ye in my mind there's so many layers to Ye to uncover why are you gonna give it to us why he's still active and why he like I understand like Ye don't have to Ye don't have to stretch himself then. He don't he don't need to oversaturate the market, nigga. You're already oversaturated. 
You're a producer. You're a rapper. You're a single. You're a gospel artist. You're a fucking uh, a designer. Fashion designer. Like, you already are stretched so thin. You don't have to also be in the doc business right now. That could be a retirement thing. All right, shit, I want to tell my story. You know how much... Like, he could do one doc and do it this exact same way and make it 10 parts and niggas are going to watch. Just like we watched The Last Dream or uh, dance. The, the no, Last Dance. dance. Yeah. Just like we watched that 10-part fucking series. That was a 10-hour doc. Niggas don't even realize that. That was a 10-hour doc. They just broke it up into episodes. Yeah. Ye can do a 10-hour doc by the time he retire. And niggas are going to watch it. Mm-hmm. So many parts to it. I mean... I so many moving parts to it. Because the last dance was really about Michael Jordan. Really wasn't about the Bulls. Right, at all. Like, <laughs> it was Michael Jordan featuring them other Right. <laughs> featuring the rest of these niggas. <laughs> right. The rest of these niggas. <clears throat> <It was> fucking... <laughs> Ain't nobody coming to see you, Otis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man. So, um, oh, shit. Before we get into our shit, um, I did some more research. On that young boy shit from last week, the YouTube shit. Yeah. That nigga generate 1.4 a month. 1.4 what? Mill. 1.4 mil. Views? Million dollars. dollars. Okay. A month? Yeah. 17 mil a year, and he ain't touched a penny. Oh, yeah. It, it's time for a new contract. Get them, get some new lawyers. Nigga, I'm Ice Cube. <laughs> I'm Ice Cube in the office. Man. The fuck you mean? 17 mil a year? Now it make more sense why that nigga got out of jail so quick, don't it? Mm. That nigga yep. generate way too much money for us. Just like this Dirk and fucking young boy shit right now. <laughs> These niggas going back and forth. And guess who profiting off that? The fucking they label. Are. Young yeah, boy people. is not. That, that, that diss track went straight to YouTube. You can't find it nowhere else. Yeah, you're going to see that a lot more. Like... Yeah, Ace Hood just put out something that's only on YouTube. I mean, people, people I aren't paying Hood. attention to what he dropped. dropped on, um, he dropped the album on Title. Yeah, I saw it. it. It's it's on Spotify too. But people oh. underestimate the the monetization of YouTube. I think people just kind of skipped over it. Like, but there is real money to be made. Yeah, if you can stream like that. I mean, even if you can't, I mean, think about that. A million just off of YouTube. Yeah. Just off of YouTube, not to mention his Spotify deal or whatever deal he got with whatever streaming yeah, company. I mean, this like, whole structure is pimp ho. Now you got to go out and make music, do shows. He ain't got to do shit. Then they go house arrest in Utah. Yeah, but still, <laughs> he has to put the work in, and the label is profiting way more off of it. Not way more. All of solely. it. Solely. Yeah. They own 100% of his YouTube rights. He don't see none of that shit. Yeah, but he got a, he got a tour. He got a... Get think, about how much the fucking, think about how much they eating off of that. If you got 100% control of my YouTube, what are you doing to me on the back end on my fucking tours? On the back end of my fucking... What's, what's my splits? If y'all got 100% of YouTube, what's my splits? This is why they want artists to be younger and younger and younger. Because you're stupid and don't understand. Yeah, yeah they can manipulate them a whole lot easier. Yeah, put, yeah, I can, put some money in their face, they gonna go. Yeah, because by the time you wake up and realize the rape you're going through, it's they done already made billions off of you. Yeah. And they'll put um, clauses in them contracts to where you can't escape it. Yeah, because, I mean, you was a broke nigga when I met you. And I gave you a $500,000 advance. But I made twenty five million off your motherfucking album. I made another, you know, seventeen million off your YouTube. Yeah, 
Oh, I made another seventeen million off your appearances. Yeah. I made another seventeen million off yeah. your tour. I yeah. made this off of this. I made this off if of this. If you win the three sixty, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I gave you five hundred grand, and that's more money than you've ever seen in your life. So you give me that. I need to get my mama out the hood. I need to get my niggas out the hood. I need to get my daughter or my son or you know what I'm saying? Yep. Like when I'm fucking 18, 19 years old, yeah, I'm gonna take five hundred grand because I ain't never seen five hundred grand. Yeah, but that five hundred grand is gonna. That's gonna. That's gonna. You gonna eat through that shit? Yeah, it's gonna go quick. Start listening to these stories of these fucking rappers and shit coming out talking about yeah when um when you go to the when you go to the strip club and you tell your manager hey man go get me uh go get me you know uh uh, uh fifty thousand or forty thousand in in ones they come out your budget man mm -hmm. that don't come out you know what I'm saying that ain't your money. That's the that's the that labels a loan. Money. That's loan money, nigga. A high interest loan. So when your album come out in two months and it's time to go create, you only got a hundred grand to play with. But you want Scott Storch. But you want Hit Boy. But you want JD. You want Dre. You want you know what I'm saying? You want all these fucking hit producers, but you only got a hundred grand to play with. Yeah. Oh, you want some more money? Okay, cool. And you want features? Deeper debt. You know Deeper what I'm saying? Debt. This nigga's charging forty fifty for a feature. Right. Depending on who you want. Right. <clears throat> like, come on, man. Ain't, ain't Rick Ross charging a hundred? Somewhere around there. <laughs> Shit, Gotti say what? Three out of the five on my label getting a hundred a show? show. Yeah. yeah. The other two getting 40, 50? Yep. Like, come on now. Yeah. Oh, you want a little baby? You know, a little baby charge like 250 racks for a feature. Yeah. yeah. I, I bet. I mean, I'll pay that, though. Yeah, I yeah, it. definitely because that's almost that's a hit almost guaranteed a hit. Yeah, it's worth it. He's worth it. Yeah, there's some niggas that it. I'm just going. I'm going. I'm going to pay the fee. Yeah. Chris Brown, I'm paying the fee. Young Blue, I'm paying the fee. Yeah. Jay Z, I'm paying. Jay Z, I'm paying the fee. Ain't charging the half. Little baby, I'm paying the fee. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Some you get to a certain level, you can't even pay. They got yeah, to you like the song. Jay Z, you, yeah. he has to just yeah. fuck with you and like yeah. it. And even then, he still probably ain't gonna do the video. Yeah. You, you, can't pay for, <laughs> you can't pay for a Jay Z feature. Nah, you can't pay for a Drake feature. No, 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 no. Well, no. I think I think with Drake is the uh, exact opposite of what Hov and them do. Drake got to like you. Because, you know, Drake, right, is, Drake right. is one of those people that I'm trying to create the new sound. I want to be relevant to everybody. Yeah, yeah, I get it. But, I mean, he still wants the money. But yeah. you can't just, hey, here go the money, get on this. Nah. Oh, my God. Where that song at? It's another song. And they got shit to do with Drake. But I really fuck with this song. Uh, my shit ain't loading. Um... What was I saying? Oh shit, that's what I was doing. Um, what the fuck is this? Um, another song that I really, 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 really fuck with. Um, is that fucking uh? I don't even know who it is. I think it's Wiz Kid. Yeah, that okay. essence. Oh yeah, that's that was every oh TikTok God. story IG song last night. Nigga, this, this is my everywhere. shit. Oh yeah, this here. Oh. This is my they shit. They played this the fuck out. I guess I got it late because oh dear God, they played this the fuck out last year. This is my shit. This, this was all I heard. This is that the, um, with the Justin Bieber yeah. remix. I find you, I gave you all you mm -hmm. I know what you like. Hey. I feel it coming. Hey, hey, hey. Time is of the essence. 
Jesus Christ. So I was looking up. I, I was talking about Jay-Z, how much he charged for a verse. I'm reading this right here. His single verse price tag over the past two decades has been rumored to be somewhere between 200k and 1.5 mil. Yeah, I can see that for a fucking verse. Yeah, 1.5 mil to the niggas is broke. (laughs) (laughs) If I don't like your shit. Yeah, that's only for the broke niggas. Also, how much? 1.5 mil, nigga. You got it? You ain't got it? All right, I ain't being in the future. How much does Drake charge for a verse? In April 2021, he said he charges up to 150k for a verse. That's cheap. Yeah, that is for Drake. Yeah, yeah, because Drake want to be on the next the next wave. Yeah, but I don't think it's that black and white. I think he has to, like you said, like you. Yeah, really, the song y'all got a relationship. I think Drake, Drake charges that little because it benefits him more in the long run. To be honest, yeah, he could because it, it's gonna uh, benefit you for getting my stamp. Like that's 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 first and foremost. Everybody know what a Drake stamp gonna do for your career. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, McConan is probably the only one that didn't take advantage of it. I was going to say that. It's probably the only nigga in the world that wasn't ready for a Drake stamp. Anybody else Drake has put a stamp on, they was prepared. Migos was prepared. Party was prepared. Yeah. Like, McConan was really the only nigga that wasn't prepared <laughs> to go to that next level. Well, Fetty Wap fumbled it. He kind did. But Fetty Wap was Fetty Wap before yeah, Drake came right, right. But he the, the, the label, the label fumbled Fetty Wap. I think he got it too early. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because that that really should have been his second rollout. That should have been a rollout for the for the second album. Exactly, he yeah. should have held that and waited for that second album. But Drake put that on there. It, I heard. So, have you heard the story behind that shit? Where Drake reached out to Fetty like, "Hey, um, yeah, I threw my verse on there. You know, take Monte off. Like, oh, that how me and you." You know what I'm saying? Me and you, let's let's throw through me and you. Let me go ahead and give you my stamp. Let's let's launch you to the stratosphere type shit. And he was like, Man, that's my homie Monty. Not Monte. It's Monty. Yeah. Um Who them people? But Fetty was like, nah, that's the homie. I gotta put my homie on. Like, I, I can't take him off the song. Like, that's me and him. She he fumbled that shit. Like that mm-hmm. in, in that particular way, I feel like he fumbled it. But as far as Fetty's career, the label fumbled that shit. There's no reason that Fetty should have had seven songs on the top 100 and nobody knew who this nigga was. You were supposed to space them out. That was supposed to be the Cardi rollout, the Cardi B rollout. Right. Stretch that shit out. Yeah, so that when I drop the album, all the shit that y'all been going crazy over is on the album, and I don't need to put an album out for the foreseeable future. Yeah, she ain't dropped the album in four years. She don't right. need to. She don't fucking need to. She'll give you a single or a feature. Yeah. That shit with her and Kaylani is... Oh, Jesus. But uh, like, uh, like I was saying, though, I think Drake will benefit more in the long run from um, for charging 150 k one because, you know, it benefits the other person with the stamp. But um, furthermore, it, um, it gives him more exposure. Um, <clears throat> also... You know Drake put something in the contracts or whatever to where he makes money off the song. Oh, for sure. So, yeah, he's going to make more off the back end. Yeah. Um, he, probably, he definitely yeah. took more of the splits. Yeah. He, Nigga, don't nobody know you. I'm taking most of this. Yeah. Yeah. Give me two points on that record. Yeah. Easily. So he's I won't have, I won't one, nigga. Nah, I, I, I need most of that. Give me some publishing. Yeah, and then, yeah, and then like I said, it still it keep it also keeps him more relevant. Yeah, 
from especially like from fucking with these young, the young new up and coming rappers and international because that nigga go over to England and drop yeah. some shit on the England drill rapper shit and dip. It, it's genius for real. I mean, I'll take the I'll take the hundred fifty k for you know what I'm getting in return. You right. know what I mean, like he's getting way more benefit than just hundred and fifty k. And he's probably charging broke. niggas in the industry hundred fifty k. He's not charging these no name niggas hundred fifty k. I'm about not. to. Cause Drake is gonna hear something and it's gonna be like, oh shit! If I drop on that, I can get like he said, I can get two points on the back end of that. I ain't gotta charge this nigga nothing. I can get him promotion and I can get me in with the young people. Yeah, and I'm gonna be relevant for another ten years off uh, of yeah, this nigga. It's a, it's a win. Yeah, it's I a think it, it's a it's it's genius. Yeah, for sure. Um, we still ain't talked about shit. Let's get into it. You got a sip of the week for us, E? I definitely got a sip of the week for you. I'm like, this so might dumb. just be a dumbass of the week. <laughs> a dumbass week. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. I got you. It's low and slow, but I got you. What's up, attention whore? Super attention whore. She's over rubbing on my fucking uh, mic stand earlier. She's pissing me off. I told her to go rub on, uh, go rub on ease. Come here, duck. Get ready. Woo! We are on tour, and we're doing it better than anybody else alive. Come here, duck. Now, you almost made me down. like cats. It's so hard for me to sit back here in this studio. Look at the guy out here hollering my name. <laughs> when last year, I spent more I fucking money love this. on spilled liquor <clears throat> in bars from one side Turn of this up. world to the other than you made. <laughs> You're talking to the Rolex wearing, wearing, diamond ring wearing, kiss stealing, wheel stealing, limousine riding, jet flying, son of a gun, and I'm going to hold these alligators, alligators down. Woo! <laughs> 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 I love hearing Ric Flair talk shit. Oh, yeah? Oh, him okay. And, him and Muhammad Ali. Yeah. Two of the best shit, shit talkers ever, but go ahead. Oh, yeah. It's a shame I gotta do this. <laughs> Damn. I really contemplated just letting it slide. But I couldn't. <laughs> so, you heard the intro. You heard the intro. You heard our guy, Ric Flair, talking his shit. Legendary shit talker. Of course. Is Ric Flair than probably the rest of the niggas? Yeah. yeah, definitely Birdman. <laughs> maybe Diddy, then the uh, maybe Shook Knight with the all in the videos, all of that come to death row shit. Yeah. <clears throat> then probably Outcast. Yeah, <clears throat> South got something to say. <sighs> Our guy Ric Flair, unfortunately, the other day. Oh shit! Put out a press release. He and his wife are getting divorced. Hold on, hold on. Let me get the drop ready. Yeah, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. Ric Flair is getting a divorce at the age of 72. Damn. That nigga 72. <laughs> now, I know what you be thinking. You 72 be thinking, for 20 years. <laughs> you might be thinking, Everett, why is he a dumbass? Because he's getting a divorce. People get divorced all the time. They're not simps and dumbasses. Well, fantastic. <laughs> let me slow you down there, buddy. This is Ric Flair's Without 
Yes, he's a five-time loser. <laughs> a five-time loser. <laughs> five-time loser. This is his fifth divorce. Damn. Can you believe, can you imagine standing in front of God five times and saying, hey, ain't nobody else. <laughs> you got it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You got it wrong. I'm, I'm serious this time, guy. Yeah, look, look. Yeah, yeah. I'm, this one till death, right? Okay, this one. This one till death, right? <laughs> yeah. Four years. This guy is a serial marriage-minded motherfucker. Serial monogamous. He can't. He can't stop loving them. <laughs> he can't stop loving these hoes. <laughs> he can't stop. I like how you brought that in. <laughs> Listen, I'm not here to be a Debbie Downer or a Daniel Downer or negative Nancy or just a negative nigga, but I did some research. Five times. Statistically, every time you get divorced and remarried, they'll make it a half marriage, inch smaller. <laughs> hey, I don't know, but every time you get married, the divorce rate goes up. Damn. Medium, medium shirt daddy. <laughs> Can you? Yeah. Normal convos pod. Your second marriage has a higher percentage of failing. Your yeah. third marriage has a even higher. Three times as likely from your first marriage. <laughs> yes. You know that's why he went broke. Yeah. Mm. All that alimony. That was the one that paid. he had with the, the, the TV show, right? <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah, she took that nigga for everything he had. Five marriages. That was what, number three? Or that two? I, I, could, I can't keep count. Because that shit was what, like it, 20 it years was, ago? It was, you know, just the high degree of simpery and walking down the aisle for nothing. Simpery. You know, I noticed a lot of old people. They they really have this idea that they have to keep doing it. Oh yeah, simtastic type shit. <laughs> we all love Ric Flair. We do. Well, I didn't want to have to do this, but right now, damn nature boy, you're talking to the rose petal throwing, <laughs> wedding ring buying, <laughs> down on one knee simping. <laughs> Alimony pan, limousine just married simp, and he's <laughs> having a hard time. Pan alimony out. Unfortunately, nature boy, you are the simp. Fantastic, dumbass. <laughs> Of the week. Oh, damn. Hopefully you get it right on the next one. <laughs> it should be a next time. <laughs> Did you say like a hundred? <laughs> you don't think you can find love? You think you can find love? What? You don't think you can find love? Has he? <laughs> you know what they say six times a charm. Six times a charm. <laughs> I think he, I, I think I think Ric Flair just need to be a hoe for the rest of his life. Yeah, just for the next few years. It, all, it just, all, just all four months of it. Whoa, <laughs> whoa! Now. I'm playing. You I'm are playing. stupid. <laughs> I'm playing. 
Oh, you are stupid. <laughs> nah, let, let me stop because I, I fucking love Ric Flair, man. I'm sorry we had you had to give him the simp of the week. Here you go, E. Oh shit. <laughs> hey, lady. <laughs> 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 Talking to the rose petal throwing <laughs> wedding ring buying <laughs> alimony paying <laughs> just married on the limousine driving <laughs> and he's having a hard time staying out of court. <laughs> Woo! I'm having a hard time paying this alimony out. Woo! I fucking love Ric Flair, man. I'm sorry. That's funny as fuck. That is. Oh yeah. <sighs> hey, hey. Oh. I was going to save it for next week, but I'm going to go ahead and let it out the bag. Oh, shit. Yesterday, Hulk Hogan announced he was divorcing his second wife. Well, damn. If you know anything about Hulk Hogan, that first marriage pretty much took him for everything he had. That's when he started dropping the N-bomb all the time. (laughs) He almost committed suicide. Damn. He lost his house. He lost he his Rogan, OG. <laughs> his wife was fucking a teenage boy. Damn. A black dude. No. Damn. And he's already got a new girlfriend. Old oh, wrestlers God. don't learn. Damn. It's that Roy Rage. <laughs> Roy Rage. <laughs> That's what it is, brother. <laughs> What are you gonna do, brother? I'm gonna get married again. <laughs> when, Woo! When Alamoly Mania runs wild on your paycheck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was working on it. I was trying to get there. Uh, oh, shit. I couldn't wait. I couldn't wait. <laughs> That's funny as fuck. Ric Flair drip is now called Ric Flair Brook. Oh, that's what I was looking for too. I couldn't fucking remember the name of it. Ric Flair drip. Yes. <laughs> Ric Flair. I was looking for that shit too, and I was like, damn, what the fuck is it called? Ric Flair drip. Off of the um Metro Boomin Offset and 21 Savage. Uh, collab. Uh, that was actually a dope album. It, it really was. It really was. That was a pretty dope album. That wasn't without warning, is it? No. Yeah, it is. Without warning? Yeah. Okay. Want some mud? Hey, hey, yo, yo, hey, 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 your bestie, yeah, hey, hey, Rick Frederick go woo on a bitch, fantastic, Rick Frederick go fantastic on a bitch, oh shit, Rick Frederick go fantastic on a bitch, that's true. <laughs> Oh, fuck. Uh, I'm funny sometimes. The marriage beforehand, he got divorced from his wife and then married the next one all in the same year. Oh, my God. Yeah. I guess when you're rich. You do. Why? No, you make sure she gets married first. So you ain't got to pay all that alimony and then pay your new wife, too. Or you just make a motherfucker sign a prenup. It's pretty easy. That's a great idea. I'm not. I'm. Listen here. I love my wife to death. Kill a motherfucker for her. Watch your step. You stupid. <laughs> if I was to get divorced and to get married again, there is no fucking way 
I'm not making a bitch sign a prenup. I'm not marrying you if you don't sign a prenup. Like that's that's there's all there is to it. Like that's date number one. I'm dating for marriage. Also, you got to sign a prenup <laughs> right now <laughs> at the dinner table. Like I'm not. I'm not, I, date. I'm not going. Like anybody past this relationship. I can't guarantee that you're in it with me for the right reasons. Right. My wife was like, when me and my wife, y'all know the story. Everybody know the story. Mm -hmm. I was broke as fuck. I was a bum ass nigga when me and my wife got together. And here we are 14 years later, bought our first fucking house and living the life that we envisioned 14 fucking years ago. Like, but I can't guarantee that if we were to get divorced, that the next woman is going to hold me down like my wife holds me down now. I can't guarantee that. There's nothing wrong with a prenup. Uh, the best way I can explain a prenup is a prenup is like it's like car insurance. You you don't want to have to get it, but you're glad it's there yeah. if you need it. I know how to drive, but you know that don't mean everybody else know how. D- yeah, see, it, it, you don't I, want you won't, don't want to ask for it. you don't want to need it, but if you do need it, you're glad it's there. So I don't want to get a prenup. Ain't nothing wrong with it. It's insurance for your money. I don't ever want to feel like. I don't ever want to feel like you're with me for what I got. Ever. If I ever feel like that with my wife now, it's a wrap. We get divorced. And you're going to pay her. Yeah. yeah. And I'd be, happy, I'd be happy to pay her for the peace of mind. Because you were with me when I was broke and you saw the struggles that we went through and all that type of shit. And if you feel like you want you with me for what I got now. Like, not right now because, you know, I'm still, you know, an average motherfucker. But... Yeah, when we blow up, yeah, and when we blow up, you know what I'm saying. When we get to that level, if I feel like she's just with me because I got money and I got to do this for, her, I could do that for, her, we don't need to be together no more because the love ain't there no more, the respect ain't there no more. Yeah, but you know what I mean. She, you know what I mean. She was with you long before the, thought, the pod was a thought. So yeah, but that and that's why I feel like the next woman would have to sign a prenup because I can't guarantee that you're gonna hold. I now this is all hypothetical. I don't think my wife will ever get to that point because my wife's not a materialistic person. Right. Like if I go out and spend you know four or five hundred dollars on some on, on one gift for her, she's gonna be mad that I spent four or five hundred dollars on a gift for her. Like so, I know it's not about money. Or none of that with her. So this is all hypothetical. The next woman, I can't guarantee that you're not with me because of what I can provide for you. Right. When me and Justine got together, I can provide shit for her, <clears throat> other than dick. And on that on that note, if y'all were to, I mean, completely hypothetical, but I feel like if y'all were to break up and get a divorce, you know, what I mean, you and we were to blow up, you. I feel like you would kind of owe down because she held you down before, you know what I mean, before the pot. And as a matter of fact, I mean, it was minor, it was small, but, you know what I mean, she did help out. She does, you know what I mean, she does support. Constantly. Yeah, so you, you got to show love back. You got to, even if y'all follow out, you even the way show my love makeup is, is, Even the way my makeup is, I wouldn't let her walk away with nothing. Facts. Even if she didn't ask for nothing, I wouldn't let her walk away with nothing because she held me down for so long when I didn't have shit. That now that I got shit, I gotta pay you. I, I, yeah, 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 yeah. I hear that. But <laughs> what are you willing to pay? Let's 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 cut the bullshit. So how much are you willing to pay? I fucking hate Everett. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cut the bullshit. He don't owe shit, huh? <laughs> I'm just asking. He said I'm I'm willing to pay for the peace of mind. 
if she feels like I owe her, I will pay her. So how much do you think you should be paying? It ain't that, it I ain't saying she should it, it, go everything. I don't think that out. she would feel like I owe her. I would feel like I owe her. Okay, how owe much would you what? feel like you owe her? Anything that she asked for. Anything? She want everything. Anything that she asked for. She's not she, getting 100% of shit. Oh, oh, okay. All right, that's She's not getting hundred percent of shit. All right. Okay, so what, what's the highest percentage you're willing to go? That's I think that's what court average question. Is. I go 50-50. 50-50? Yeah. Okay. If yeah. she was to take half my shit, take all right, half. cool. But you, because I think we're especially in divorces where I think people fuck up. Especially if you were with me before I was before I was anything. Like I am the definition, at least in this relationship. I am the definition from I wasn't shit. I didn't have shit to my name. I didn't have a car. I didn't have an apartment. I didn't have a job. I didn't have shit when we got together. I got you. You were with me as I built to where I am now and wherever I will be in the future. Therefore, I feel like you should be entitled to that, to that because you are part of the reason why I am the way I am now. I think we both feel the same way. If we get together and then we grow, yeah, while we you were with, while you were with me, we both grown. Yeah. Then yeah, I, I owe you, but you were you were a part of that. We built this. Like yeah. this isn't a a Brandon thing. We bought a house. We got. You know what I'm saying? We got three kids. We like all the thoughts that I have. Like when. When me and E first started this podcast, she was one of the first people I talked to. Yeah. Babe, what you think about me maybe starting a podcast? Oh, well, if I do the podcast, you know, I might want to do it in the basement. What you think about us being in the basement all the time? What you think about this? Like, moving her schedule around so we can record. Just like today. Like, I take, y'all know how it is. I get home from work in the morning. I take the kids to school. And then I, I record. Yeah. She texted me last night before I went, or like, while I, after I left the house to go to work, she was like, hey, I know y'all got to record tomorrow. I take the kids to school in the morning so you can get a nap before y'all record because I know you don't get a lot of sleep on Tuesdays. See, that's love. Like, that type of shit that deserves is some payback. That is yeah. teamwork. Exactly. Yeah. Like, that's, this is a us thing. That, that, that's, that's partner type shit. Yeah, so how the fuck do I get rich and we get divorced and be like, oh nah, bitch, you ain't do shit for me. You don't, you ain't help me do that. You wouldn't with me in the gym. Yeah, like, the come gym. on, how the fuck can I do that to her? Like, kind of was. Do you feel like the? Let's just say, okay, I get what you're saying, but let's just go into the reasonings for divorce. Do you feel like somebody should be able to just, you know what? I ain't feeling it no more. Let me let me go ahead and shake you down, partner. Let me go ahead and hang you upside down for the shakedown. You think that's cool? My moral compass, no, but that would not cross my mind because just like we've said on here before, you can't expect people to act the way that you would act. Right. So you just you'd be okay with like you wouldn't like it, but you just pay yeah. it just to just like I, I still feel like I owe regardless of how you getting it, regardless of whatever venue you take to get that fifty percent, the way my moral compass is set up, I already feel like I owe you that. So if you want to try to shake me down for 60, 65 or some shit like that, I might fight that. But I already feel like I owe you because I didn't achieve where I'm at now without you. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't this nigga before you. I feel you. So how do how the fuck do I be how do I leave a relationship and being like, "Now nah, I owe you shit." Yeah. Like I feel she you. I feel is like you should just pay it and go on about your way. Yeah. Like I, I I couldn't do it. Like you are the catalyst for me growing up and being who I am now. Yeah. So, I, I couldn't yeah. rightfully in my mind. I couldn't sleep at night if I just sent her off. To oh well, 
Oh, I'd sleep good. I guess you go get a job. <laughs> I'd sleep like a baby, but I we see know. what you're saying. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're also Ever, not in love. <laughs> Everett will leave her with nothing. Dude. No, that's not true. I don't believe in that at all. I just don't like court enforced extortion. I I will yeah. uh, totally one hundred percent agree with that one. Like, but but that's why pre that whole Hogan shit. Read into it. That was crazy. There's oh, yeah. no reason. <laughs> I don't think lawyers. I don't <laughs> think lawyers would have to get involved with us. Like. Obviously, I'm speaking from a right now perspective, how we talk to each other, how we interact with each other, all that type of shit. But I don't I couldn't see a world where we got to go through lawyers to talk to each other because we just can't stand to talk to each other. Or every time we talk, we disrespectful to each other or some shit. Sacrifice your marriage for the pot. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Bobby. I, I couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't see a world where we're willing this into existence. <laughs> That is a crazy thing to will into existence to ask the universe for. Then when we go, where are we going to call that then? Dear universe. In your storage unit. she get the house? In your storage unit that you got to live out of? Damn. She going to take everything. We're going to record at the job. Raping you, raping you, raping you. You think, if, you think if you paid her more, we could record here still? Imagine renting the house that you already got to pay for. Rent On the top basement. of that alimony, you got to pay. Rent, rent the basement. Rent the child studio. support. <laughs> it's like, we gotta pay her rent. You have to rent a month. <laughs> That's crazy. I give you your half of the rent. I'm already paying the other half. Damn, and you don't get to stay here. You get to stay here like two, two three, three hours, hours a week. <laughs> you gotta go. <laughs> and go pick the kids up, drop them off here, and then dip. You better not be in my house when I get home, nigga. <laughs> right. Oh, shit. Daddy, where you been? Get out of my face. <laughs> I'm recording. <laughs> I we got an hour left. You know it's Tuesday. <laughs> That's funny as fuck. I'm only your dad on the weekends. <laughs> I'm part of the normal combos pot on Tuesdays. <laughs> Get out of my face, kid. We have no business transaction on Tuesday. Just exactly. <laughs> just Brandon. I'm just Brandon on Tuesday. You call me Brandon. <laughs> I'm not the pod father. I'm just pod. <laughs> That's funny as fuck. Oh shit! Oh my god! Yeah, that that um that oh yeah that Rick Flair shit is crazy. Woo! That nigga's nuts, man. <laughs> I just I, I, I'll give you a pass on two. I'll give you a pass on two. <laughs> There's no way I could keep walking down the aisle. Y'all can't acting like this is brand new. Times. I just couldn't. <laughs> what part of you was like, bruh? Throw in the towel. <laughs> when when do you get to that point? Yeah, just keep going up there telling this pastor the same thing. Yeah, to having to hold Richard board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yada that. yada yada. Get and to the like, pop of the ring and a kiss. It, yeah, yeah. We already been through this. I'm giving it another shot. It it's like every few years you're doing it. It's it, like why? And then okay, I get it. That's cool. But that divorce shit. Oh. It, you take it a tremendous risk. You take all the risk. It's all reward for them. Yeah, it's very yeah. high risk for so you. It's like, why would you keep doing no it? Yield for you. Why do you keep doing? I couldn't imagine telling a, a queen that I will spend the rest of my dying days with her for just a few years. Like, <laughs> I, 
I know God gotta be like, bro, you again? Oh, come on. Just, d- don't even say the speech. Just Get the fuck the out my just, face. Just put the ring on and just go. I'll see you in court. Type <laughs> shit. I'll see you in a couple months, my nigga. <laughs> yeah, just, just, I told you, this is why I believe in the five-year thing. Mm. Yeah. I mean, the more we the more we talk about it, the more it makes sense. Like... He said, "Ain't gonna be no divorce no more." <laughs> For real. Yeah. Hey, ain't no it, divorce. Ain't no divorce before five years. You get your ass beat. Just deal with it. Yep. She's yeah. stealing from you. Just deal, deal with, with it. it. Deal with it. <clears throat> you got Them to. kids bad as fuck. Deal with it. Five years. Yeah. Five years. It expires. Yeah. You, you get cool. But ain't no divorce before five years. Ain't no more annulments. None no, of that shit. No. No. Mm mm. Mm mm. No. Not of that. I'm telling you, it, it will it it will bring to the top quality over quantity. You go really think about it. I I, I do I do agree with that. Because nothing though. else is like that. Your cell phone expires after two years. You know your mortgage is thirty years. Hopefully, you know how long your little car note is or your warranty <laughs> your or little car note. whatever. <laughs> Marriage. I mean, realistically, we're not set up to be with the same <laughs> individual to the rest. of it just don't make sense. Human beings are not wired for monogamy. It's, no. it's, it's just not how we're set up. Now, I get it. It makes for a better society and families and all that shit. Cool. I'm with it. But but the fact that you got to sign paperwork and all that shit yeah. to have that enforced yeah, it it shows like, that it ain't, we ain't set up yeah, for it. That's it, right? I got to keep the same... I gotta keep banging the same pussy for the rest of my life. Like I'm, I'm not gonna be able to get it up he's for you so, after a while. He says this shit so well. <laughs> I live in my sexual um, partners. You just said uh, I gotta bang the same pussy for the rest of my yeah, life. And you, you know you go stop being attracted to this person after a while. Now I know that's not right to say, but it's like she gonna end up looking like her mama. <laughs> yeah. What if her mama bad? Mm, that don't necessarily mean she gonna be. Yeah, it's. <laughs> well, see, that's a contradiction. Cause niggas say that shit all the time. It, you can oh, use she it gonna as a grow guy. up and look like her mama. You what is her mama bad? You can use it as a guy, right? But she gonna roughly yeah. look like her, her mama look. And if her mama bad, then are you really gonna be like? Uh, I don't know. I think. I think my point. I think what I'm trying to say is she could look like her mom, but she could age worse. Well, yeah, that's all on diet and your vices and all that good shit. Yeah, that's where I, that's where I do the not necessarily from. <clears throat> yeah, she could age worse. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Like yeah, her mama yeah. could fuck around, be 60, 70, still be fine, looking flawless. I just and she looks she like I know a forty couple, years old. I know a couple. Like she <laughs> I don't know personally, but I know a couple 60, 65 year old women that are bad. Uh. <laughs> I don't care. Judge me if you want. I am. That's fine. <laughs> I will fuck these shit out of Salma Hayek. You hear me? Oh, God. You niggas in your nana crushes. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> nana crushes. <laughs> nana crushes. <laughs> you stupid. Um, I think I'm going to let you finish out this week, so I'm going to go on mine. Um, we ain't even going to pick up too much from last week. Uh, I said what I said. This country is a piece of shit. I said what I and said. And we lie to each other all the time about how great this country is. Do with that what you will. If you don't believe that, then fucking research it and see where we land. Because I didn't even talk about math, science, <laughs> literacy, <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, fucking, um, uh, what is it? Uh, uh, What's the word I'm looking for? 
Duh. incarcerated a number of people incarcerated per capita like we're number one in that for sure well, definitely you go to other countries you know what I mean you, crime ain't crime is crime not prevalent shit. over in like China or yeah. um, so look they jails are real fucked up I um me and Justine was watching uh, it's called World's Toughest Prisons on Netflix mm-hmm. they have a prison in I don't even know what fucking country it is so I ain't gonna try to guess um, Eastern Europe countries but yeah it's one of them you're, and they have like dorm style shit like mm. and they roam like this nigga had a Playstation they wear regular clothes too right yeah okay yeah I know he that. had like a Playstation like nice bed a refrigerator microwave all that shit in a prison in his room the fuck everybody has their own room and they got all that shit cell- or, like cell phones like common area where they can like cook lunch and shit like and this is supposed to be one of the world's toughest prisons. And they hate that shit. The prisoners there hate that shit. What? Because they don't know, like, because it's isolated. Okay. It's isolated. It's, like, on a, on an island or something by itself. And the only reason I even thought about that is because somebody had brought it up on, um, I seen it floating around on Facebook. Um, and people were talking about, damn, if this is prison, I wouldn't mind going. And I was like, Jeez. I watched that show. Like, I know exactly what prison they talking about. So, um, but yeah, that made me think of that. <clears throat> but yeah, American shit. <laughs> I'm glad I was born here because I probably have more freedoms here than I have in most of the world. Whoa. So, are you basing that on the prison system? You know, that's the second time he said that, right? What? <laughs> American Gang shit. shit. <laughs> no, I'm basing that on America. Is that part of it? Oh, yeah, the prison system is definitely a part of it. Mm. About America not being shit? Um, do you think the prison experience should be PlayStations and graham crackers? And No, that's that's not <laughs> our shit. That's their <laughs> shit. Grams. No, he no, said, no, no, do you no. think we should adopt think, that? No, I'm not saying that we should adopt that. I was just oh, saying okay. that because of what Bobby said about other countries not being in prison as much as we were. Okay, yeah. We're like, the, their they, prisons they are comfortable. Some of them. Some, some of them. Some of them. Because watching that show... Like, it, there was one where, like, the holding tank is where niggas was sleeping. There was, like, 150 to a fucking, to a room. Like, niggas is damn near sleeping on top of each other. So, like, uh, some some of them countries have it a whole lot worse than whatever the fuck that particular jail was. Me, personally, if you want my personal beliefs on, on, on jail, prison, whatever, the, the lie that they feed us, which is a lie that... I wish was standard practice is it should be rehabilitation when somebody goes to jail or prison you should be in there for whatever a lot of time now obviously we already know sentences are you know gouged and fucking extended for all different mm-hmm. stupid type of reasons normally because you're black but whatever so um, you get slave labor in private prisons we yeah. know drill so I I personally feel like it should be rehabilitation. If I got to go sit down for five years, make it so I don't want to come back here. It should not be comfortable, but you should also have things in place to where I'm not missing out on five years of my life. As far as outside connecting with people, all that shit. Okay, I can miss out on that. But if you put me in a place where I get out the I get out my I get out my cell three four times a day to go eat or go outside to the wreck or something like that and I ain't got nothing else to buy my time mm-hmm. five years time I don't know nothing else but the reason I came in here 
Like, they're not educating people out of the system. Yeah, then they take... Um, like, there's a higher return rate for people that have already been incarcerated. There's a reason for that. They took, like, education out of prison, didn't they? They took a lot of shit, a lot out, of of shit out of prison. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I, I was just saying, like, you could you used to be able to learn trades. Yeah, you could go in there and be a fucking... Like, like by the time you got out, you could be a woodworker. You could be a fucking... Um, <laughs> you stupid. You could be an auto mechanic. I bet you can. Like, right. Like, and what's so crazy in some of those... In that show, a lot of those prisons still have the those old adages of like there's one prison i think it's in south america they raised the um they raise the 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 cattle pigs and all that shit they yeah. raise it slaughter it cook it and farm the land and they have to feed the prison the prisoners damn that it's like self-sustaining yeah i, I okay. get that I and they only have like in that particular prison, they only have like a total of fifteen guards for like twelve hundred people. Damn, that's how small that prison is. There's like twelve hundred people in there, and there's only like ten to fifteen guards. Like they can't keep people there, and they have to farm the land, raise the livestock, slaughter the livestock, and cook the livestock with no funding. Yeah, I, I can see that. I but mean, that's, but that's a, that that's. That's something to where if you're going to rehabilitate me, you're going to give me a purpose while I'm here, so that when I get out, I have a, tr I have something to where, damn, I might not be able to afford a farm, but I could go work on one. <clears throat> I hear you, but here's the issue: that shit sounds good when you're going in, but realistically, the public who pays for it does not want to support that. People overwhelmingly do not want their tax dollars going towards rehabilitating criminals. We don't want to. We don't want to do. We that. don't want to rehabilitate nobody okay. with drug addicts. This is a capitalistic society or country that we live in. It sounds good. I'm with it. <clears throat> you getting out to be more, make a more of a valuable contribution to society. That's how it should be. Yeah. But because it's public money going towards, that's public don't want to support that. That's no. the issue. The public we, wants to see those people. All they want is to see those people be punished. They don't exactly, care about exactly. being rehabilitated, being rehabilitated. They they, they want to just be able to call them criminals you're not gonna for the rest fuck. of your life. If yeah. you're not a criminal, you're not going to give a fuck about rehabilitation or 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 lighter sentences. You're not going to give a fuck. It depends on what your, it depends on what your crime is. Now you can. Nah, society mean, does not forgive. No, we're not talking about society though. You said this shit is a, about you money. said as a criminal, you're not going to be worried about blah 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 blah. It depends if on you're the not sentence. a criminal. If you're not a criminal, then yeah, yeah that's what I said. But it, you're you're not going to understand <clears throat> because the same people that I don't know how we bumped into this, but it's a good conversation. Um, we can keep having it. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not getting off of it because I was gonna go into my shit, but this is this is better. Um, I don't understand why the same people that will be quick to call you a felon or quick to not call you back for a job because you're a felon, or you know they just fucking overturn this shit where felons can vote like within the past five years, yeah, like that was the past two years, wasn't it? Yeah. So. Those same people that have those type of shit in place are the same people that be like, well, why can't you get out of jail and be a productive member of society? Because you keep because I committed a felony in 1985. It's 2020 and you keep reminding me of that and I served my time. Right. I served my time. I got out and I became a productive member of society. 
but because of societal standards, you keep looking at me as a felon. Further proving my point, society does not refuses to forgive. Yeah. No matter what, there is no forgiveness. Like, it, and, and they won't let you forget. <clears throat> I don't think that. I don't think that there should be. In some instances, some instances, I don't think there should be forgiveness. There's some things that I just can't forgive. Yeah, absolutely. If you out here murdering people, you out here so, raping people, you you know you got the pedophiles. You got like, I can get in more trouble for trigger warning for anybody. You might want to skip the next fifteen seconds. You can get in more trouble for murdering somebody than having sex with somebody's child. Okay. You do the latter, you might spend a couple years in jail, put you on a list for the rest of your life, but I get to live a relatively normal life. I can't live too close to a school. I can't live too close to a park, but I can live a pretty average life. And that's way more wild. To me, right? To me, <laughs> me, and only it might not be only me, but to me, that's more wild. I had, <clears throat> I had a murderous thought on my way back to the garage last night. Well, goddamn, on my way back to the garage because I was tired as fuck. Like, we all been there falling asleep at lights and all that type of shit. It was mm -hmm. one of those type nights, so I'm. Going through it, I'm like, I'm finally on my way to the garage. Wifey says she's gonna let me sleep in. I just need to get back to the garage. This car cut me off, slammed his brakes because <clears throat> he thought I was a different bus going along that same route. Y'all know that shit. Mm. Yeah, because if you're actually on the route, they'd cut you off, stop, and then let a motherfucker off to get on your bus. Right. That's what the motherfucker thought he was doing, even though I'm going to the garage. Motherfucker cut me off, slammed his brakes. I'm I'm trying to go around him. That motherfucker keep going, like following me, trying to let this motherfucker get on my. I finally stopped, let this motherfucker on. You ain't gonna fucking stop for me. I said, I'm going, I'm going home, bro. Like the one you need is behind me. Like you and your homeboy doing all that bullshit. About to fuck up y'all Ford Escort. <laughs> Over what? <clears throat> yeah, I would have been thinking the same thing. Like Over what? So he get back in the car with homie. I'm moving. This motherfucker. So I, I went around him and I started going. This motherfucker came from back around me, got back in front of me, and slammed his fucking brakes. Threw the middle finger up, kept moving. First thing I thought was, you know what would kill road rage? It's if all the niggas that wouldn't necessarily kill anybody had a gun. Oh, shit. If I'd have shot, if, if I would have shot two in the air. That nigga would have been gone. I'd have never seen him again. <laughs> but I don't know where that thought came from. But it was like you're doing extra shit and not even paying attention <clears throat> to why you're doing it. Like, because you're not even looking for me. You're looking for the motherfucker behind me. It was hurt feelings and ego. Yeah. Yeah. It was basically just, you hurt my feelings. Yeah. So now you want to almost wreck your car? Yeah. Um... There's, but, there's some people who would have just done it just to teach a lesson. Yeah. And, and all I can think of is I'm about to ram this motherfucker. You like, know what? Controversial thought here. Sometimes life has to be lost for lessons to be learned. Sorry. That's facts. <laughs> that's facts. But a lot of people don't agree with that. Like, had you not 
stopped, had you just kept going when they stopped slamming their brakes and just rolled them niggas over, somebody would have learned a lesson. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Definitely them, but somebody else would have learned a lesson too. Yeah. And, and I think that's needed sometimes. Like, my personal philosophy is if you die doing some stupid shit, I don't feel bad for you and I yeah, ain't you showing up. It. I ain't showing up to that funeral. You probably Ooh. deserved it. Yeah. If you were doing something you had no business, I can't feel bad for you. It's Darwinism, bro. It's natural selection. Like, we don't have that is, any. That's 26,000 pounds you playing games with. Yeah. And we can't stop on a dime. That's air brakes, bro. Trying to play That's chicken. not disc brakes. That's like trying to play chicken with a train. <laughs> like, really? How, how how bad do you need to get to your shitty day? You're right. Doing all that, why don't you just have whoever you driving would just take you there, wherever you right. go, if it's that serious. Bro, when I tell you I'm they not, follow... They, I wouldn't do that. I when I tell you they follow me all the way down Queen City, all the way, from the top up there by the shell at Budno, they follow me from there all the way to the fucking UDF down by fucking where the Golden Nugget is. Mm. You could have just took the nigga where he was going. You halfway downtown. <laughs> right. You followed me it. that fucking far before the nigga finally got to my bus. You like, you like 30 seconds away from 75, bro. Come on. You doing all this reckless ass shit at 5 o'clock in the morning, mind you. This ain't the middle of the day where niggas got good sight. This is 5 o'clock in the morning when it's still dark outside. Yeah, really dark. And I've been out here for nine fucking hours, so I'm tired. Like, had we not, like, no bullshit, had we not been trained to operate those vehicles the way that we do, the nigga would have been gone. Yeah. Don't let me have been a fucking, still in my 95. Oh, shit. You would have been out of here. Because I wouldn't have known how to stop on a dime like that. His 95 days, people. Like... (laughs) I wouldn't have known how to stop that bus correctly. Right. You would have been out of here. Either that or I would have wrecked into something and then I might have been out of here. Or I might have been out of a job because you are so focused. You're so hyper focused on seeing this vehicle go where where you know that the vehicle that you need is going. But you're not even looking to see if the fucking signage matches what the fuck you need. Because when you came up behind me the first time, there's a fucking garage sign on it. Yeah. On the side of it, there's a garage sign on it. Right. On the front of it, garage. Such a such garage. Yeah. So how the fuck are you not paying attention to that, but you about to wreck your Ford Escort? Like, I, I, there are certain things, and I'm with you on that, E. Like, the loss of life thing, because we, we descended from, you know, people that had natural predators. We evolved out of that. You were supposed to. Um, Intellectual wise. We built things to keep us out of natural selection. Yeah. To shield us from it. We built homes. We built roads. We built, you know, concrete walls. We built cities. We built stuff to take us out of the the, the circle of life. Right. Yeah. To shield us. Yeah. We're not on the circle of life. Right. We're top. We're top of the pyramid. Had we not done this, it wouldn't be so many people walking around. Yeah. The earth would not be as populated as it is. No. Right. Because of natural selection. People are, 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 we are already predetermined to do dumb shit as humans. Yeah. The only thing that stops us from doing dumb shit is cause and effect. Learning a lesson. Because when you were young and your mama told you to stop tipping in the fucking chair, 
You didn't know why. It's fun. I'm I'm tipping in the chair. This is fun. You rocking in that fucking Please chair. Please fucking laugh Until the you. first time that you rocked a little bit too far and you bust your motherfucking head. Oh, that's why mama said I shouldn't. Yeah. Let a motherfucker die off of that. Like, somebody had to die off of that for somebody to tell you to stop rocking in the chair. Yeah, but it still happens. Somebody had yeah. to die in a car crash for them to invent seatbelts. Somebody had to, like, somebody had to die for, for, for humanity to evolve intellectually. Yeah. There's a comedian that said, if you want, if you don't want to be stuck in traffic, they need to start taking warning labels off of stuff and taking taking away certain laws. Yeah. And you'll fix. Just take warning labels off of shit. Yeah. You don't even need to change the law. Just take warning labels off. Just take a few warning labels off. Take all of them off. Um, Let niggas put whatever they want in their mouth. Put uh, like <laughs> in the outlets at home, like, like take the put, cover off. Yeah, <laughs> damn, yeah. it's fucked up. <laughs> Don't right. tell niggas that you can. You know what I'm saying? Tell a nigga to put a fork in the toaster. Yeah. Tell uh, a nigga to put a, a, a toaster long, in the bathtub. Long story short, like, let, let stupid people stupid. Yeah, but we we evolved out of letting people be stupid. Like we're so hard pressed to help out a stupid motherfucker we're so hard pressed like just like we all do the same job the school kids will walk out in the front of fucking moving traffic we are hard pressed to not hit these motherfuckers do you know how many times a day and we're not even talking about kids at this point do you know how often I just want to run over a motherfucker cause you see me I'm 26,000 pounds 40 feet long you seen me um, hey, that shit happened to me one day. I, it wasn't me, but motherfucker got off my shit, right? He got smacked crossing in front of your shit. Yeah, it was, it was a little boy and a little girl. And, um, <laughs> man, I, look, I was stopped. I was stopped right there. I was down on uh, when nasty where that curve is. Yep. Well, did right you there say where nasty? Don't continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So right there where that, um, <sighs> where that, where that curve is, or that crosswalk or whatever. So I see the car flying mm-hmm. in my mirror. And I'm honking at them like, eh, eh, don't go, don't go. The, the little boy look at me and starts darting across the street anyway. White car just came out. Pow! He flew in the air, spun around, landed in the street. Luckily, the little boy was okay. But when when the police and... Um, that shit happens more often than y'all think. Like, Yeah. When, <laughs> it needs to happen more. When, when, when the does. police and, and, and his parents came over, I told him the truth like, he kind of deserved it because he I told him to stop and he ran anyway. He looked at me, looked at me like I was crazy and then ran anyway. Yeah, that's what they all do. Right. I told you to stop for a reason. Like natural selection. <laughs> Darwinism, natural selection is they just, that's why the fuck there's no more dodo birds. <laughs> like, <laughs> like this is this is proven like. Animals go extinct now because of human intervention. Yeah. But most animals that go extinct or kill themselves off, it happens because they're doing stupid shit. If your instincts don't tell you to walk to not walk out in front of a moving vehicle, then you deserve whatever the fuck's coming after that. If your instincts don't tell you to get off the edge, then you deserve whatever's coming off of that. And some of these laws protect some of these dumbass pedestrians, exactly. man. Oh, I, yeah. I don't like that Laws shit. and warning labels. Yeah. yeah. You know how many fucking laws or, or warning labels that they have that say um, 
the bridges freeze before the roads? Yeah. Why do we need that? There's a reason why. People had to die to get that fucking warning label up. Yeah. Take that shit off. Let a nigga do a hundred over a fucking overpass. If you ain't smart enough to know that the is part of the ground and the bridge is just that, it is a fucking bridge. Yeah. That's all it is. It's a piece of concrete floating in the air. If you can't, uh, it's not you, insulated by soil. It will freeze up quickly. That should be common knowledge. How the fuck can you not look at that and be like, I bet that's colder than that side. <laughs> like, that's common sense. Take the fucking thing off. Let these niggas Basically wreck and fall off science. the fucking E-way. And I might get to my motherfucking day faster. Yeah. Well, minus the time it takes for them to clean that shit up. <laughs> I mean, in the future. <laughs> they'll, they'll have some mechanism to just kind of scoot it out the way. Yeah, like, I... Humanity is so. I've lost all faith in it, to be honest with you. Yeah, like humanity is fucking stupid. I mean, that's why there's laws. Hey, if you want to ride a motorcycle, you should wear a helmet. You know, you You should wear your seatbelt. It's this. You know, another thing that really fucking pisses me off. These and I know if I know y'all probably see it all the time over in Hyde Park, but these fucking joggers that be running in the fucking street. I'm like, bitch, what's wrong with the sidewalk? And they'll look at you. Like, like you like wrong. you're supposed to move. Bitch, I'm in the street. I'm where I'm supposed to be. Like what are combos. you doing? I like to scoot over just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I like to do that. Oh, yeah. Oh, I do that. I'm thinking that. I do that to bikers. I do that to people that ride the line. I don't hit them, but I'll. I'll, I'll oh, yeah. I'll just scare the fuck out of you. Yeah, yeah. I do that shit. Yeah. Like, don't let me be going past a car that's like riding that line. And I got plenty of space over here, but if you ride that line, oh, no, I'm flying past you. Mm. I'm going to scare the fuck out of you. <laughs> I'm trying to squeeze in, you know what I'm saying? Squeeze in places that I probably shouldn't be trying to squeeze in, but I know. I be scaring the fuck out of people on purpose. Good. To prove a point. Stay the fuck out of the way. Watch your shit. Stay in your lane. Exactly. There's a lane for everything. There's a lane for bikes. There's a fucking whole sidewalk for joggers. Like, why yeah. the fuck do y'all feel the need to be in the middle of the street and not obey traffic laws? I can I can forgive joggers being in the street. No, I can't. It, only if the um the 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 sidewalks have ice on them to you know to the point that they can't run. Go the to the gym. The cities don't take care of the Go sidewalks. To the gym. I, I feel you. Go to the gym. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. Cause the motherfuckers that jog don't live in the hood that can't afford gym memberships. Mm. Okay. Woo. They live in the suburbs. You don't see these. You don't see white where folks the gyms do. are. Like, come on. You don't see. You don't see nobody jogging around one terrace. <laughs> you don't see nobody jogging in yeah. Price Hill. You don't see nobody, don't see nobody jogging in Avondale. You don't see nobody jog, jogging in fucking Moosewood. Bond Hill. Like, come the fuck the on. Fate. Like, motherfuckers jog in nice neighborhoods. Go to the fucking gym that's down the street from your goddamn house and pay ten dollars a fucking month, and you can go do that shit all day, every day. Whenever the fuck you feel the urge to do it. Why the fuck are you... Why, why? It's 20 degrees outside, man. Why are you outside? In shorts. In shorts. <laughs> getting your sweat on. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck off my street. Get the fuck out my face. There's a couple people in our neighborhood. And it's so funny because one of the other little boys that I take to school every day with the kids, I see his mama all up and down this fucking neighborhood. All the fucking time. And I love her to death. Brandon Trigger. But she, she be on the sidewalk though. 
Oh, okay. Oh, she on sidewalk. So I don't. Congratulations like, for common sense. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't mind that. If you're on the sidewalk and you, even if you, I don't even mind if you're in the street but you hugging the curb. Like if you hug the curb or jog on streets that have a bike lane. Where I can forgive that. We can't go. We're not even supposed to be over there anyway. So I can I can forgive that. These yeah. motherfuckers be in the middle of the in street. In the middle of the street. And looking at us. In our lane. Looking at us. Like, like we, we just go around them. Yeah. No, well, go around me. No. Yeah, nigga, I'm about to hit your dumb ass. Of me. I'm about to hit your dumb ass. It, move. Get to where you're supposed to be at or get fucking hit. But move, you know. bitch. Get out the way. But fucking right. If we did that, we'll get in trouble for it. Oh, Cause yeah. Because these laws. Yeah. Protect pedestrians and it's like, you know, you only got to be like within fifteen feet of a crosswalk to be considered in a crosswalk. I did not know. I that. didn't know that one. Yeah, with if you within fifteen feet of a crosswalk, they consider you in the crosswalk and treat the the perpetrator as such. So if I hit you fifteen feet away from the crosswalk, I get punished as if you were in the crosswalk. Another another thing pedestrians don't understand is at the crosswalks. The law states you're supposed to stop for people within the crosswalk. If you're already in the crosswalk, I'm supposed to stop for you. That does not mean I have to stop in order for you to cross the street. Uh, well, see, I, that's when they came up with them new bullshits with the lights. With the light, okay, I can forgive that. That's a light. They 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 made they did something yeah, about that. I do like that though. I, I like that way more than motherfuckers just walking down in front of your car or your bus, whatever. I like that way more because it gives me a warning. Yeah, especially yeah. like for me, I work overnight. I need that. Like, yeah. it's the middle of the night, and motherfuckers like to walk around in black like in everybody black can see them. Right. With no lights and shit. Like, you on the street with no fuck. Like, you in the hood. I drive most of most of, most of my route is in the hood. So, most of the hood ain't got street lamps. Mm. So, you want me to see you in all black with a black mask on, with glasses on, because you think you're cool, at 2 o'clock in the morning? And you think I'm just supposed to see you walking across the street? With no street lights? Oh, okay, cool. Nah, I'm about to run you over, my nigga. <laughs> I'll see you in heaven. You'll be fly as fucking heaven. You'll be the darkest angel, nigga. <laughs> Fuck out my face. You'll be Nilo Angelo. I can't go, man. <laughs> Brennan got triggered. I did. <laughs> you know what grinds my gears? <laughs> when the motherfucking runners don't run on the sidewalk, they run in the street. Go well, to the fucking gym that, and well, pay that, that $10. That was, that, that was me. I get, I, that grinds my gears. The people... People who run in the street where there's a perfectly good sidewalk right there. Like, what's wrong with the sidewalk? Yeah, but it's, you're nice about it. You said, well, if there's ice covered on the sidewalk. Nah, fuck all that. Walk, walk on the ice. Said, fuck it. Run, run on the ice. Run on the ice, nigga. You'll build your endurance up. I'm, I'm saying, like, I you get all your cardio in. I you ain't even got to leave in front of your it. house. I didn't say I do. You ain't got to leave in front of your house if you run on the ice. <laughs> you can do your whole workout in front of your house. Build your fucking stamina up that way, nigga. Try not to fall for the next two hours. You'll be all right. I guarantee your cardio will be A1. Okay, then. This is the conversations we have on the Normal Convos Pod. Mm. Normal Convos Pod. Normal Convos Pod. Oh, man, closing out with you, Bobby. That's a funny drop. Yeah, we closing out with Bobby this day, today. Okay, so we um, uh, I sent y'all a um, oh, I, I couldn't wait for this fucking. Let's go. 
uh, I sent y'all take uh, mm-hmm. TikTok the other day, and I'm not gonna play the whole thing because it's like three minutes long. But I'm gonna give y'all some of the gist of it. I'm gonna play it right here. Hold on. Good. Real quick, there's something that bothers me as a barber. When a single mom is bringing their sons in, they always want them to get the haircut the way they want it. The boy can be like, Nah, I want to grow it out, man. I want to grow the top, just fade around the sides. And the mom would be like, No, cut it all off, cut it down. So the boy be like, yo, mom, like, why can't I wear my hair the way I want? Like, it's my hair. And almost 100% of the time, the mother says, I'm paying for it. I said, I'm paying for the haircut. You're going to get it the way I want. Now, dads that bring their sons to the shop are different. A lot of times you would think a dad would be more strict and want their son to look a certain way or look like them. But usually the dads let the Norman sons Convo's pretty much express pie. themselves and wear, <laughs> man, them crazy kids, man. They, he want their hair twisted up, man. Go on, twist it, go and sponge it up for him. But the moms are different, almost like they're trying to, like, make the boy, like, that's the only way they can control and dominate a man, is to do that to their sons. Mm. My question is, you know, just to make, make me think, like, is this where a young boy learns that in order to dominate and control and manipulate people, you gotta have... I was gonna say, let him finish the question. The oh. money? Is this where the boy might learn yeah, that let play out. the it's way he done. is, the way he wants Fuck. to, you know, represent himself and express Fuck himself? It. Is it good convos? Is this where he learns that, you know, his, his, his form of self-expression doesn't even matter? The way he feels doesn't even matter. And then you fast forward, these are the same dudes that a lot of y'all complain about. It's crazy where they learn this stuff. All righty. <clears throat> React. <laughs> That, that I I sent that to the group chat because I thought that was a good question because it's a great topic. It's like is that where is, is that where they learn that from the single moms doing that? Well, me it was different. Like you know, I didn't have my mom in my life. Right. Uh, but my dad used to do the same thing to me. I wasn't allowed to have like I all all I wanted was braids since I was little. Yeah. But I always used to have to get a haircut and all that other type of shit or whatever. But. And I used to be like, why can't I grow my hair out? I'm paying for it. <laughs> no, I don't want you looking like that. I but, but it may be different in a in a woman's case. Like uh, like like he was saying, like um, that's that me that may be where they learn like your. Expressions don't matter. This is where you learn um, your opinion don't matter unless you have money. Uh, I don't think my dad was teaching me that subconsciously or whatever. I think he was just like, you know, that's how dads are. They kind of, you know, they have to be the um, like disciplinarian, like kind of strict, like yeah, or whatever. Strict. Like, yeah, this. Hey. Dads are usually I don't give a fuck about you expressing yourself. I have to protect you first. Yeah, and teach you discipline, and you do all the other shit on your own time. Exactly. With, with with moms, it's a little bit different. I I, I do kind of believe that that's where they can control. Like this is what they have to do to control them. Yeah, I think it, it's it differs with mothers and sons and dads and daughters. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cause dad could, dads can't do the same things with their daughter. Cause you know what I mean. Uh, prime example with me and uh, ever um, me and Brandon was um having that conversation about um 
my daughter when she comes on her, you know what I mean, when she starts her period oh, with yeah. tampon versus maxi pads or whatever. And we had different views. Yeah. It's so, so yeah, funny. Justine actually just listened to that episode. From a dad's perspective, yeah, I think I was doing the same thing. But my, my thought process was protect her yeah, protect her from penetration. Don't, 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 don't. So let Justine her. made the, um, I don't want to, I don't want to get off. I want you to, you know, retort to what he said. Um, Justine had made the point um, when she get older, do you think she's not gonna stick her own fingers in there for penetration? Bro, I don't. And then no, like, cause it's a real conversation. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. Like, you don't want to think about it with your kid about masturbation and all that shit. But these right. are real conversations. I, I, but yeah, I, like, I know this is going to happen. Yeah. And then you know, me and her sat and had a fucking podcast by ourselves. We talked about forty five minutes about periods and shit. Cause Justine just had to have to talk with just with Natalie. Because she was in the, you know, feminine hygiene aisle and Natalie was asking a whole bunch of questions. So she just had to start answering them at seven fucking years old. So well, it was just answer, wild. To answer Justine, Justine, I do know that this is going to happen. I know this is something that I cannot change. However, I don't want to uh, put the thought in her head quicker than... than, than then uh, I understand what you're saying. I get it. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't find my words right now. Yeah. I don't want to rush that process. If yeah. I want to, I want her to stay a child with child thoughts. Yeah, and innocence. For, yeah, and for I, as long as I can allow, for as long as I can help. Now, when she's like 14, 15, or whatever, I know she's going to be. You know, I mean, exploring her body or you know, getting curious about her body. I know this is something I cannot change. But right now, as a 10-year-old, no, yeah. not, not right now. And while I agree with you having a daughter, um, I understand why women want their sons to be their sons forever. Okay. Um, while I agree with you in that aspect, I also believe that, because um, you know I'm keen conversation, um, the more you normalize it, the earlier you normalize it, the easier it is to have that conversation at 14, 15. Okay. Where at 10 years old, you might not want to have that conversation now, but at least bring it up like, hey, you know, your body's going to be going through some changes soon and this and this and this is going to happen and blah, 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 blah. The more you normalize it now when she's not dealing with any of it, when it starts to happen, it's going to be like, oh, shit, my daddy told me about this. My dad. And it's going to be easier for her like when she has that first period or when she does start exploring her body to be like, oh, dad you know i'm going through this or you know her first yeast infection or you know what i'm saying like some yeah. shit you know we all know how women are with their mothers like it's not always the easiest conversation to have with your mother like with a present father it might be easier to have that conversation because you don't know what i'm going through but you understand the symptoms so it might be easier for me to talk to you about it than to talk to mom about it like it's to me, it's just one of those things. Just like my um, normalize being naked topic. Yeah. Normalize everything. Because at some point, it's going to come up. And I don't want to be ill-prepared. And I don't, wanna, I don't want it to never have been a conversation before when you bring it to me. So now you don't know shit. And now I got to have the whole conversation now at 14, 15, where I could have brought it up at 10, 11, 12 years old. And it's already normal by the time you go through it. Yeah. Uh, my my thing my thing is like I just want them to you know be innocent and be able to be children yeah. for as long as they can because you know once you bring sex into it you know what I mean once their hormones start raging that's yeah. all they're gonna be thinking about 
So I'm like, I mean, keep let them keep their innocence for as, as long as, as long as they can because I know, like it's, it's like trying to stop a train. It's not gonna happen. It's it's going to come. Like puberty's yeah, gonna come. For sure. Your, your uh, hormones are going to grow and all that. That's going to happen. I can't stop that. But but we digress. Yeah. Everett. Everett, what you was about to say? You were about to respond to um, you were about to respond to me. So. Um. I agree to some degree. I agree to some degree. Listen, I'm all for having standards. Um, I'm going to give you three real quick examples. One, I have a friend. Uh, she has a daughter who's 16 years old. Said she wants to get a tattoo. I was like, what? A tattoo at my house at 16? No, 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 no. Hmm. We don't do that. Um, I told her, <clears throat> my daughter, there's no tattoos. There's no piercings other than ears until you are out of my house. There's no funny ass d colored dye hair. No, none of that shit. Until you leave my house. That's expression, though. I don't give a fuck. The piercings <laughs> and the tattoos I can get with, uh, like, but the hair. Yeah. Don't, 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 don't come up in my house with them looking like a whore. <laughs> I'm not having it. God damn. You, you, you wait until you are. My son, you got his hair, dog. Shots fired! He's like a whore. That's all. <laughs> you a whore? You a whore. My son's a whore? Hey, you said it, not me. <laughs> No, I'm asking. I don't know. You said it. I don't know. No, nigga, you said it. It's right. <laughs> Look, I get it. You do not get to be up under my protection, my providing, and my provisioning and, and get to do what you want to do. It don't work that way. But I get it. But I think that's what my dad, you know I mean, was. I think that was my dad's line of thinking with me and Braids. Yeah, it's very old school, but it's, it, it is it's the way it is. Old, nigga. Could be. <laughs> My parenting is would be old nigga style. Some degree. I'm going to give you an example. When I was a kid, really looked up to kid and play. Uh, let my hair Let my hair grow long. My dad cut my cut, it wasn't a high top super high, but it he was, was trying to get the eraser hair. It was like a medium top was, Yeah. My That's mom had to play. came home basically. He had to play. My oh, okay. mom came home and flipped the fuck out. <laughs> she completely I want to see that picture Man No pictures But she started bitching And I, I did not understand Me and him looking at each other and, and yeah She completely bitched my dad And made him cut that shit down and Damn so I'm, so I'm going back in the kitchen Just Sad We both just Got home <laughs> Um Damn Yeah well, I get it. You couldn't do nothing about it, so you ain't got nothing to feel bad about. But you know what I mean, your dad. Yeah, he Pops, why you do that shit? He didn't care. It's like hair. Hey. It's hair. Now another example. I don't. Anyway, moving on. Everybody knows I had an ex, and she had a son. Uh, I cut his hair really low one time. Deb just wave length. Yeah. Because she asked me to cut his hair. I cut his hair. He had. Long, little curly hair, kind of like Tyler's. Okay. Yeah. I cut it down to like wavelength. Oh, she was pissed. Yeah, she wanted them curls too. Yeah, it, she started crying and holding him like he's my baby. Yeah. I'm. <sighs> he, you ain't harming the, the hair. Will grow back. She picked the hair up and put it in the bag. Stay, stay on that real quick to save it. That's gonna, that's gonna play. She to my held point. him. She started crying. To the point where now he was talking to me like, I didn't want it this low. Motherfucker, you wasn't saying this shit before she came in the door. You liked it. She manipulated him exactly, into feeling that way. Exactly. And I'm He just picked up off her feelings. <clears throat> yeah, he did that a lot. But, oh. but, hey, that's another thing. But it's an influence thing. But, yes, to a degree, it's to keep you... 
in this box to some degree. And I think part of it is with protection. Your dad knows if you get braids, you're going to be looked at a certain way. Okay. Society is going to view you a certain way. Not yeah. because necessarily he doesn't like them. He may not give a fuck, but he knows oh, what is associated with braids. Thug, gangster, all this old shit. So I don't think he was like, no, you can't express yourself, Bobby. It was more of a, I want to implement a certain standard and not have that judgment placed on you before you're ready to endure what will come with it. Mm. That's all I'm saying. And the same for my daughter. Ain't, ain't no tattoos and piercings. You not about to be thotting it up within my home. You want to do that shit when you leave? So, so let me give you um, an example. Um, give it to me, Pod Daddy. My pause tattoo. <laughs> tattoo wise, um, my my nephew. Real quick, I kind of agree with Evan on that because tattoos and piercings are irreversible. But go ahead. Piercings are not irreversible. They close up. Um, no. I'm not saying do it. I'm just... I'm with you. Like, there's nobody in my house. Like... I can't even say I have supreme... Authority. Like, authority on that. Like, if Justine decided to go get Tyler tattoo. I'm gonna be mad about it, but what the fuck? Like that's his mama. Duh. Like what? Like I don't agree with it, but luckily we've not necessarily had this conversation. But when I told her that I didn't agree with it, like the first time Tyler brought up tattoos, I was like, Nah, I'm cool. Like when he turned 18, I'll take him to get all the tattoos he want, but not until he's 18. For that same reason, they're irreversible. And she got a tattoo at 16 and her tongue pierced and like her belly button pierced like she had a whole bunch of shit before she turned 18 because of that's how my mother-in-law ran shit it was whatever but when i said it she valued me enough to be like oh well shit you ain't getting until you're 18 but if she ever decided to change her mind who am i to be like oh nah you went against me and other like i didn't make that like that's not a decision only for me to make because we're both in this household you know what i'm saying you have say so. I have say so, but I don't have supreme authority. There's a difference between say so and supreme authority. When you're in my um, house, I own you. Yeah, right. Uh, um, on, on that note, I feel like if if she were to change her mind, um, should do you think she would should at least you know let you know, give you a heads up, talk to you about it before you? I personally feel like she should, but that don't mean that decision? that don't mean that she would. I personally. I feel like if she's going to change her mind like that after you already agree with me to Tyler, it would look like, oh, no, nah, dad said no, mom agreed, but mom's taking me to go get it. So now I ain't got to pay attention to what yeah, now the said. relationship seems skewed. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? It could be a power move in Tyler's mind. Mm -hmm. But so I feel like it should be a conversation, but that doesn't mean that she owes it to me. In my mind, I feel like she owes it to me, but I mean, it, yeah, I think I think you can't I think always she does because y'all in a marriage, y'all partners. Yeah, those decisions should but be that, made together. Obviously, I'm taking this off of us. Okay, but that don't always mean nothing. Okay, like that. Think about the relationships that you've been in. How many decisions are you always, you know, consulted on? Always, every like every decision that could be, you know, life changing or life altering or. You know what I'm saying? And life changing, life altering doesn't have to be big, 
but you getting a tattoo is life altering. Mm -hmm. It might not change your life, but it can alter your life. Depending on where you get the tattoo, what the tattoo is, how big it is, replacement, all that type of shit, it can alter the way people look at you. And, you know, depending on placement, it could alter your chance at moving around in the world. Because mm. you get something on your hand, that's, that's... You can't cover that up. You know what I'm saying? Face, neck, hands. Like, my, yeah, my motto, even still to this day, I'm 34 fucking years old. I could put a tattoo wherever the fuck I feel like it. But my motto still to this day is if it can't be covered up, I don't want yeah, it. Yeah, me and saying, like, I have five tattoos, you can't see them. Right. I got four. I got biceps and I got forearms. Yeah, mine are covered up with my jacket right now. Just my like, arms. If I wear a long sleeve, you would never know I had a tattoo. Exactly. Right. Which is... You have to be ready But you know what? I was really into Yakuza... Uh, uh, the bodysuit thing, the Japanese. Yeah, I was. Years I was really into that because that's their mafia. That's their mafia right? Yeah, Yakuza is the yeah. Japanese, Japanese mafia. mafia. Um, but they go all the way to their cuff. Yeah. So where because they yeah. wear business suits all the time. Stop at the neck. Yeah. Like right here. So I can put on a business suit and you don't know shit because it comes right down to my wrist. They stop it right before they wrist, just in case you know it slips up. You still can't see it, but they stop like right before they so wrist. Stop on their bicep. Yeah. And, you know, full body and they start a couple inches up under their chest and they always wear an undershirt with their business shirts. Yeah. Don't so even like if it. I took that button, you know, a couple buttons off, you still can't see my tattoos. But when I get out there and I took this shit off, it's Yakuza, what up? Like, so I know Yakuza be having some of the liveest fucking tattoos yeah. like ever. Um, <laughs> back on topic. Where did I tell you to stay? Uh, it's here. It'll go back. There we go. So... In my experience, um, personally, mine was the flip. So I told y'all about my lock story when I was younger. I wanted locks and I was like 14, 15 years old. Yeah. My mom didn't give a fuck. My dad was the stickler because um, my dad was, I don't know if he is technically um, uh, practices Rastafarian culture. Mm-hmm. As far as belief systems and all that type of stuff. Yeah. But he was big into that. Still to this day. But he was big into that when I was a kid. So he understood the meaning behind locks. And what they represented. And you know the the connection between. You know your spirit. And you know a supreme deity. Or you know all that shit that come along with it. Which now in my 30's. I definitely understand. And. I kind of agree with most of it. Speaking of which, didn't y'all you know I mean wasn't Snoop Dogg trying to be a roster and then change his name to Snoop, Snoop Lion? Snoop Lion. And they got his. Did ass you watch that documentary? They got his ass up out of there real quick. Like now nah, you don't play with this. Yeah. And he changed his name back to Snoop Dogg. You, I don't uh, think this. I, I think the story the, I heard. I think the Snoop Lion thing <laughs> was just an ode, um, to his journey because he had had those braids for so fucking long. Yeah. When he started lock he didn't even lock up until he went to Jamaica and spent time in Jamaica and learned their culture. Mm. Like so it wasn't like a money grab thing that he was doing. He went down there trying to learn the culture so that if I'm going to lock up my locks, I'm going to understand the cultural meaning behind it instead of the fashion reason behind it. Okay, so the Now story the Snoop Lion name and all of that, you know, the album and all that shit that came with it, which that album was dope actually. Um but the shit that came after that, that might have been money grabby shit. And that might have been why they was like, nah, nigga, you just try to take advantage of us. Okay. But he actually went down there and got the game before he locked up. Like, he got locked up while he was in Jamaica. 
right. I ain't mean to take you off topic, but go. Whatever. He just went down there to get weed. <laughs> he don't need to go down there to get weed. I mean, come the best on. weed don't even come from Jamaica. <laughs> Snoop is hilarious. You can Snoop be a hilarious. you can be a, a crip pippin Rastafarian. Yeah. <laughs> President of Def Jam. You can be everything. <laughs> Owner of Def Row Records. Yeah. You can Back on Def Row. Perform at the Super Bowl. You can yeah. be a crip walking. You know he didn't get the rights to like. Uh, like, all the music, like nah, because and he got the rights to the names. Yeah, nah. to the name Defro Records. Nah, he, he he got the right. I think he got the rights to all his shit. But Pac, um, Tupac and um, Dre and them. Yeah, it was already out of Death Row. Yeah, so he couldn't uh-huh. acquire that. Ooh, yeah. We got Lady of Rage. So he can and <laughs> so he can go back and pay himself for thirty years. That's what's up, man. Um. But no, so my dad was really deep into the Rastafarian culture. So when I approached him when I was younger about getting locks, he was like, you don't even understand what locks are about. At that age, I didn't. I wanted it because I wanted locks. Like, but nigga, you got me listening to Bob Marley all motherfucking day. You know what I'm saying? Every time I come over to your house, I'm listening to reggae. Now when I go home, I want to listen to reggae. And that's what started my love of Rastafarian culture, of Jamaican culture and shit like that. And I started researching shit at that age. So I'm like... I don't understand the cultural significance behind it, but I like the way that these people are presented. So I want to be presented that same way. It was still a fashion thing for me at that time, but that's what made me want to get locks. And he was more the stickler than my mom was like coming up. My mom never gave a fuck. Like my dad's a barber. So he cut our hair. So she would send us to him. And when he was on his bullshit and we couldn't get into him, she would take us to somewhere else. But it was always, um, at least in, in, in relation to the video, it was always my dad versus my mom that was the stickler on my hair. Okay. Um, so that's that's kind of where it fucks me up. Now, now as an adult, um, even with, with my kids, with Justine, she don't give a fuck. Them kids can do whatever the fuck they want with, her, with their hair. She don't give a fuck if she paying for it. She don't give a fuck. Like her, her whole mentality is exactly what you said. It's hair. It'll grow back. Okay. I don't give a fuck what you do with your shit. It'll grow back. You want to get a mullet? Go get a fucking mullet. Guess what? It'll grow back or you're going to love it. Like it's really one or the other. So, um, but as far as the topic, so we all gave our own personal shit, but as far as the topic, um, is there a deeper meaning behind that? Like behind? I absolutely, a hundred percent believe there is. Yeah, I want to keep you as a baby, or yeah. Th- and I got I got a question on that though. Okay, so, so we we believe that there's a um meaning behind that. Do do y'all think they do it intentionally or is it subconscious? I think it's subconscious. Subconscious. I don't think it's a. I don't think it. I don't think any woman is going into a barbershop and like, hey, I want my son cut haircut, like blah 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 intentionally to try to instill in him because you're instilling a couple of different things in him. Yeah. You're instilling that a woman can have control over you. Right. You're instilling mm. that a woman with money can have control over you. Mm-hmm. And you're instilling somebody with money can have control over you <clears throat> at any point in time. Whoever has more money than you has control. The man with the gold makes the rules. Yeah. Because it starts with money. Then it goes women with money. Then it goes women. Like it's all it's three different it's three different lessons out of the same thing, and you get it gradually too. Yeah, and you get it. I mean, you got to think niggas get their hair cut every week, every two weeks. Yeah. So for the first 
13, 14 years of my life, every week, every two weeks, this woman is telling me I can't decide what I want to do with my body. Essentially. That's why that's my why body, I voice. shot you that look when you said what you said. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're telling me for this many years that I can't do what I want. I have feelings. This is what I want to try. I want to try something different. Give a fuck about your feelings. Like, fuck your feelings. You and your kids going to beef a lot. <laughs> that's why I ain't got yeah, it. That's um, why he ain't having none. Right. <laughs> so... There's nothing wrong with that either. Going back to what I was saying. I compromise. My compromise is you can do whatever you like when you get out my house. <laughs> that's your compromise? Yeah. That's not that, a compromise. That's not a compromise. That's you a know great, what? That's a great one. You know what? You go live to about 70. I just just give me these 18 years to mold and shape you what you need, and then you can do what the fuck you want. No, that's, that's a great compromise. compromise. That's, no, that's not a compromise because when they, you know what I mean when they get out of your house, you have no longer have control anyway to compromise anything. That's bullshit. That's their decision. Because I was just Period. having this. Um, you ain't got no say over that. Look, you ain't getting no tattoos in my house. That's cool. Uh, and I get that. You ain't. But you're talking. But that's fine. But don't call it a compromise. What you're saying, you're not essentially. Essentially. Yes, I am. Not directly, but what you're essentially saying is you can't have any individuality in my house. You can, until you get out of my house. But it it runs by me. Then that's not individuality. Well, you run your individuality past what I think. If I like it, you go ahead and have it. That's not individuality, though. <laughs> I, I, I think you have this idealistic way that things... It, no. No, we ain't doing it. No, because you can't... I, now, I'm saying, like, as far as, you know, the way that me and Justine run this household. If we think that you can get in trouble from it, get hurt from it, or be influenced to do something negative, then absolutely not. That's what that's what I'm on. I'm doing it for a reason. Tattoos and piercings, I understand. Where mm-hmm. my problem came with what you were saying was the hair. Hair can do whatever hair does. You are going to be viewed. You are going to be judged. But you're also. You I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to set you up with the best opportunities. And to get as far as I need you to go. And then when I turn 18, I'm going to rebel and I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want because you never let me do what the fuck I wanted. But that's fine. But daddy set you up to show you the right way. Now, would you think your way is The right way in your eyes. In my house, I'm God. Okay. In the world, you're not. Nice. Hey, in the world, you're not. You have to prepare your child for the world, not for everything. And that's what I'm doing. Because I know how shit goes outside of this house. You you protected up under my roof. So if I say, hey, I don't want your hair looking like that because I know you're going to. You get pulled over. You having dreads or, or locks. You're going to be profiled a certain way. I know you go out this house with, with, with bright color wig or whatever. You're going to be viewed as a hood rat. And people are going to think less of you. That's not what I want. People are going to look that less of you anyway because you're black. I hear that. But I don't want what you choosing to do with your look to represent me a certain way because you represent me and I, I, I don't want that <laughs> sorry it, it's fucked up but that's how my household is going to run I'm there to protect you guide you and lead you and instruct you in the best possible ways all that self expression shit is cool but it's going to be last on the things that I really give a shit about sorry. that's cool but that's going to breed that's going to breed a rebel that's going to breed somebody that's going to lie to you to get away with the shit. Fine. 
That's are you protecting them or are you ultimately protecting yourself? You're protecting yourself because you're looking at their image through you. You don't want a, 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 a bad... You don't want anybody looking at them like, damn, that's a reflection on E. Look at what E letting his daughter do or let look what E letting his son do. It's not a reflect... What a reflection on you is, is how do they act out in the world? How do they act in public? Far too often. Because when you get a chance to see how you act. I, yeah, I, I was going to say that. I can, I can agree with E right there. They're not going... You won't even get that chance. Yeah, they just don't judge you on how you look. I get that part. Yeah, but you can still be presentable and be able to color your hair or to have a different hairstyle. You see what you just said? Should. I don't live in should world. I live in how it is world. How it is world is even more (laughs) fucked up because how it is world in any other in any other facet of the world there is no um, there is no Change in. I want some Chick Fil A. You a good son. What's going on? Man? Um, where your hand been at? <laughs> you just shaking my hand and shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, is this tartar sauce? We gotta, we gotta, <laughs> we gotta wrap this up soon. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I, I see time. It, it, it. Oh yeah, damn. You are a hundred percent right. And feeling the way that you but feel. But don't think I don't understand where you come from. Please don't. I, I hate this. I'm not trying to be a dictator. It's just. But it comes it, off it, that it, way. It, it, I get both sides. Because just, when you keep saying you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't, it breeds rebellious behavior. So now you might not want your daughter to be perceived as a whore. You might not want her to be perceived as a hood rat. But then when she turns 18, that's still a reflection on you. Because they're going to look at, oh, damn, she wilding the fuck out of 18. What the fuck did her daddy do to make her come out this way? Like, that's still a reflection on you. It it reflects on you more as an adult, in my eyes. In my eyes. I feel like it reflects more on you as an adult. Like, once your child becomes an adult, it reflects on you more. Because people are even even more hyper-focused on what type of person you are. As an adult now... They're gonna look at E and be like, damn, E is well put together. L is well spoken. He's he's intelligent. He, you know what I'm saying? He takes care of himself. He takes care of his shit. His parents raised him well. When you're 14, 15, 16 year old, people expect you to have crazy looking hair. People expect you to do wild shit. So it's like, uh, yeah, but he's a kid. Every kid gets that distinction, even black kids. Black kids don't get it as much as other ethnicities, ethnicities and races, but kids as a whole get a pass that their kids, they're supposed to do this fuck shit to find themselves to figure out what type of functioning adults they're going to be. You are right. I, I get it. And Some stuff I'm going to be cool with. Some stuff ain't going to fly. Yeah, and I'm but with you. When you get out into this world, the decisions you make are going to come back on you. While you make these decisions in my house, I have to fix them and deal with them. So we're going right, to when I you say, out in the world, you don't have my protection anymore. I can't I get that. Exactly. So I'm trying to let you listen. I'm trying to guide you the right way. When you get out there, you, you, you go out and get all these tattoos and piercings and wonder why you can't get wiped up. And you you just go be out there. So look, don't do that. I'm trying to tell you. 
I'm doing this for a reason. I think it's just I understand what you say as far as the world. I just think that get a tattoo in your face, you gonna get axed out of certain shit. Yeah, I mean, like as far as wild shit, like I understand what you're saying. Like I think, at least the way that I'm perceiving it, I feel like you're talking about the extremes. You're talking about face tattoos, hand tattoos, yes, neck yes. tattoos, and, and even to you know nose piercings, so all that type of shit. Like, yeah, but you can't you can't live in my house and, and get a tattoo. That's not going down. That's fine. Like I'm I'm a hundred percent behind no, you with that. You can't have fifty of these piercings up here in your nose. You 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 can't have a belly ring and titty rings, and we're not doing that. You can't have purple weave. And live in my house. <laughs> you, we're not doing that. And no, it's no disrespect to people who want to do this. I love y'all, whoever you are, with purple wig and weave. Fine. You're not doing that. You ain't having gold teeth in my house. So how do you feel about weave before we end this? No. Okay. I'm with no. you. I'm with you. No, no, no. I'm not addressing it. I'm not even touching it. Do whatever you want to do. Oh, no, I'm talking about for your kids. It's what? Oh fuck it! I address it, nigga. No, <laughs> these motherfuckers have been weaving seven, eight, nine year old little girl's head. No, I don't. I don't agree with that at all. As a child, no, I not agree with it. When you're older, the same way I treat Tyler. When you are old enough to pay for that shit yourself, I might open up my fucking world to being like, oh, okay, if you paying for it, you go ahead. Tyler bought two damn pairs of fucking uh, AirPods. You think Brandon's buying AirPods? No. <laughs> never. You think Brandon's buying a fucking thousand dollar iPhone? No. Mm-hmm. Not never. Mm-hmm. But if Tyler come up with a thousand dollars and buy him an iPhone, that's on Tyler. Now that's definitely not weave or anything like that. But if Tyler decided one day like, oh, I want to get a mohawk and dye blonde. Okay. Okay. Like what? What is what? Let's get the fuck out of here. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so you ready to eat? What I was about to say, um, the topic that we were on was actually what I, what my topic, what, what I wanted my topic to be today, but we got on that good ass conversation. Yeah. Um. It's a three year old weave. Yeah, I'm cool. I'm cool. No, I'm cool. Um, no, none of that. So where I wanted to go, and this will be, this will probably be our opening for next week. Um. But the basis of it is women will shame you for being a mama's boy, but then spend their 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 child's entire childhood telling their son, I'm the only woman you can ever trust. Mm. Yeah. They will shame them for being mama's boys. They will spend their raise them to be mama's boys. Yeah. (laughs) They'll shame you for don't get don't be an adult. Oh, you a mama's boy. You always talking to your mama. You always asking your mama for advice. You always blah, 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 blah. But then turn around and call their son king and tell him I'm the only bitch you can ever trust. Brandon, you a mama's boy. You talking to your mama every day. I'm 100% a mama's boy. <laughs> I'm fucking with you, bro. I'm going to address that next week. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to throw it out My there. My mama be. I was just joking. <laughs> she know I'm a mama's boy. Pander. We also fucking mama's boys. And my fucking sister's a mama's girl. Whatever the fuck it is with that. I'm not. I just whatever you can call me a pander if you want to. I like my. I baby. love my mother, but now I'm at a, it's at a point where I have to tell her what to do. She don't get to tell me what to do. Mm. 
that's a that's another conversation for another day. The way the circle, of, the cycle of life. Yeah. How, yeah. You know I mean, I'm a man now. You can't just tell me what to fucking do. In her age, she needs the, to be guided towards what to do now. Right. Especially if I'm to be part of her care in her later years, you have to do what I say. Mm. So. That's going to piss some people off. This nigga putting her in a fucking... I love my mom. He putting her in a fucking (laughs) retirement home. I love you. So what about when you get old? What do you mean? When you inevitably get old, what do you plan on? Dying tomorrow? Like, you're going to get old. So what what, what happens when you get old? Like, oh shit, you ain't got kids. How do you nurture that? Like... Sure that's another conversation for another day but how do yeah, you get the fuck out of here. how do you nurture somebody that's going to take care of you in your later years or do you even want to be taken care of in your later years or did, would you rather go to a retirement home I have a plan for it um, you going to a nursing home no who you going no. to live with your sister we'll answer all of that next week on the normal combos <laughs> pod mm-hmm. we get the fuck out of normal here we yeah, want to hear what I think tune in mm-hmm. next week yeah for sure uh, this was a dope episode. It was. I, I like this shit. We I had some real good conversation today. We did. I like this new format too. For sure. I, I like this new format. I think this might be our new shit. I like it. I dig it. I dig yeah, it. I like this. Um, well, yeah, y'all. Um, that was episode forty-seven. Let us know what y'all think about the new format. Yeah, yeah. Please, please. <laughs> comment. You know all that good shit. Text us. It don't matter. Um, but yeah, I'm enjoying it right now. I like this new format. Um, Check in with us, of course. Tap in, get get you some of that merch. Yep. Um, by the time you guys hear this, I will have at least one more item up. Um, I'm doing a hoodie right now that will have our QR code on the back of it. Um, with our NCP logo with the three guys on the chest. Um, and I'm thinking maybe our normal convos merch mm-hmm. thing on the hoodie. Um, so I'm working on that. Uh, that'll be a zip up hoodie. Um, I'm working up. Um, I'm working on a pullover hoodie. Uh, that one I ain't gonna give out to y'all. I'm gonna talk to my guys about that one. Um, and then I'm also working on uh, non wearable merch. Um, so we'll be unveiling tumblers, uh, possibly phone cases. Um, we'll have a couple printout or. Um, I need a phone case. What are those? What are those prints called? canvases oh okay we'll yeah. have a couple canvases that we'll be able to sell oh shit okay. um, I definitely want some of that so yeah we, we, we trying to we trying to branch out I don't want to put too much on Etsy because I don't want to give y'all too much to choose from uh, so you know yeah. something that's on there might come down haven't made you know haven't made the decision yet but because too many choices may lead to see people just yeah leaving. yeah it's too many choices I'm leaving yeah mm-hmm. so uh, that's the thing get on Etsy get on the app get on the website Etsy.com um, our backslash has a whole bunch of shit in it. Uh, but if you get in there and you search normal convos merch, capitalize each letter of each word and leave n- no spaces. And get on Patreon. If that sure. makes sense. <laughs> so normal convos merch, capital N, capital C, capital M. Um, normal convos merch on Etsy. No spaces. Um, Patreon.com backslash normal convos pod, of mm. course. Um I think that might be it. Follow us on all our socials. Like, share, comment, rate. Um, again, you said fan mail. Holla at us. Shout out to uh, hey. shout out to HLC the podcast. Oh yeah. Um, shout out to my guy Mufaro and uh, Lolo. 
Uh, if you guys follow me on any of my socials, I have been promoting a dating show that we are doing. Uh, we started production last week. Um, we will be starting filming in the f- next couple of weeks. I don't know when you guys will get it. Uh, but if anybody is interested in being in season two, um, hit me up. Hit uh, Mufaro Matose up. Hit um, Lolo up. Uh, we're all on IG and Facebook. Uh, so you can reach us there. Um, other than that, uh, elev- education is elevation. Um, I heard a new one this week. United we bargain, divided we settle. Mm. Okay then. Ooh, um, get the shots on that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hold 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 hold. Yeah look yeah yeah yeah. Shut yeah, it yeah fuck, nah yeah fuck the fuck out of here. Yeah. I, I forgot I I I actually been meaning to say that shit. Shout out to my fucking son. I want you to hear me say this because I know you ain't gonna listen to the episode. Shout out to my fucking son yeah, and his friend. Episodes. Jay Rain, as he's been going for on the YouTube. Um, so I don't know if he's putting his whole name on there, but my son Tyler, his friend Jay Rain, they started a YouTube channel called Partyville. Um, the past couple of episodes, they have been reviewed. The first episode, they reviewed um, Juice World tracks, track for track. You like this track more, this track more, this track more, and they're going through the albums. Um, I haven't talked to him on the full scope of what they're going to do, but as of right now, they're uh, advertising that. So, YouTube.com backslash Partyville. Um, Tyler can uh, talk about it a little bit more. Um, you know, we're not just, you know, a rap channel or a music channel. We do everything. We One of our, our newest videos is about to drop today, actually, is um, ranking childhood shows. So, we put it on the tier list, you know, well, we're ranking them. Our second video... Was um we reacted to DC to Don a music video and ranked his album, gave our opinions. So we gonna be doing vlogs here soon on spring break. We gonna be doing everything. So shout that out. And uh, hey, right, of man. course, first you know round of applause. Yeah, definitely. Congratulations, um, Ty. Seriously. But yeah, we uh especially in the summer, uh we might be able to get both of the guys over here and we could do a full episode, uh featuring Partyville. So. Uh, we might oh, that have would to, be dope, huh? Yeah, oh, yeah, we, we might. talked about having y'all in our videos, too. Yeah. Really? Okay. So, yeah, we got, we got to work that out. I'm down to collab and help y'all, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Anything we can do to help y'all grow out, I'm with it. So, yeah, get on YouTube, uh, Partyville, support my son and his friend. Right, 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 right now. Um, I meant to send y'all the fucking link. I forgot all about it. It's cool. I'll you. find it. Um, yeah, education is elevation. United we bargain. Divided hey, we... Hey, hey, Ty, Ty, Ty. No, go ahead. United we bargain, divided we settle. Um, I like that. Focus on your account, not your edges. Um, no one likes what, or no one wants what no one wants. When the facts change, I reserve the right to change my mind. And as always, every conversation that's normal is not a normal conversation. My father is back. Yo, 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 this was a dope-ass episode. I really like really that was. quote. You know, united we bargain, divided we settle. Dope. Yes. Um, but, yeah, hey, self-improvement is the key, as I always say. Don't wish it was easier. Wish you were better. Um, those that say you can't or you won't are just afraid of the fact that you will. Go ahead, Bob. <laughs> Medium shirt. Go ahead, Bob. <laughs> um, anime and video games are life. Um, shout out to my kings and queens out there keep being excellent because y'all already are so um, yeah just keep being excellent keep doing what y'all do oh yeah um, still happy black history month and happy um, national women's month Um, shout out to the fans and the listeners and supporters 
supporters that support us um because it ain't no uh, ain't no us without y'all so thanks for everything y'all do and shout out to partyville um so yeah that's it uh we getting out of here y'all have a happy wednesday y'all have a good hump day hump something if you can um check out that partyville youtube check out our patreon check out our etsy um we moving this is a family of hustlers yeah we just add more to the family so um let's get it i enjoyed y'all uh bless you scooby we will check y'all next week we love y'all thank y'all for the support and we fucking out of here oh peace Shout out to my kings and queens out there. Keep, uh, doing excellent. keep, keep doing what no y'all do. Y'all already excellent. <laughs> I thought we were done with that. <laughs> uh, all conversations that's normal are not normal conversations. Normal convos pod. Fantastic. Seven point is the king. White front to back. Normal. Normal uh, convo. Expansion high. leads to exposure, and exposure leads to growth. You know what I mean? Hell, boy, I'm Normal convo. A father, a father, a father is the best. Media, 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 media,